This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Tuesday, the 20th day of December. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Three men are in custody after police say they stole nearly 500 pieces of mail and led officers on a pursuit in Haverford last week. The incident started with an officer on patrol in Haverford Township around one. 1.30 in the morning. The officer spotted a car and a person near the mail collection box in the 1600 block of Darby Road. The officer pulled the car over, but when the officer opened the door, the driver took off. The driver led police on a chase through neighborhood roads, reaching speeds of 65 miles per hour, according to police. After a few minutes of twists and turns, the suspects begin, uh, began throwing letters from the car, littering the road with oh, piles man. of envelopes. Yeah, the vehicle crashed and stopped on Karakung Drive. The first two suspects fled on foot and were later picked up by lower Marion Police. A third man was arrested at the crash scene. Police say the suspects uh, range in age from 18 to 22 years old. Charges for the three include theft, recklessly endangering, and fleeing from police. Police say nearly 500 pieces of mail were recovered along with a handgun and two U- uh, United States Postal Service bins. Police say this is not an isolated incident and that they've had over 300 cases in one year. Uh, adding that they believe the suspects likely had a key to this mailbox. The U.S. Postal Inspection Service has a number of carriers have been held up for keys in recent months, including one in Kensington uh, earlier this month. Yeah, they recommended a while ago in our area to not use the mailboxes, so um, my wife stopped using them. Yes. And uh, that's it. Forget it. So they, they're saying, uh, you know, a tip from authorities for those concerned about their mail. They said, don't put the mail into the blue collection bins after the last posted pickup time, because likely they're going to go overnight when, you know, it's dark right. out. So if you get, they're saying, if you get your mail in there before uh, the last pickup, you should be okay. Uh, mail sitting in the box overnight has a higher chance of getting swiped. You can also go inside the post office and just drop it off there. Uh, police say the thieves usually are hoping to find cash or checks. Uh, they wash the checks with acetone, change the amount, and then cash them at the bank. It's elaborate. Yeah. The Postal Inspection Service says it's working with local police and the U.S. Attorney's Office to prosecute crimes like these at the federal level. Are they ever looking for letters to Santa that they hope to fulfill? Because <laughs> it would be so sweet, but you never hear that. <laughs> right. Crime scene investigators removed a body encased in concrete from a Philadelphia home on Monday afternoon. The home in the 5200 block of Burton Street in Wissanoming was, uh, has been the focus of a police investigation. The search began after investigators got a tip that a body of a woman missing for eight years, was buried in the basement. It's got to be a suicide, right? Uh, I was like, what? (laughs) When investigators arrived... Death by concrete. When investigators arrived on the scene last week, they met. Uh, they were met with a hoarding situation. So it took wow. at least two days for them to remove the trash wow. and de- debris. So it two took days, two days to remove it before they could even wow. check the basement to see a, if this was true or not. It's a biohazard condition when you go into a home like that. You don't know what's in there. Uh, by Monday, crews were able to. It re- could be a body in concrete. Yeah, were able to. Uh, w- once they got through all of the trash in the basement, they said that there were signs of remains. So <sighs> by Monday, crews were able to reach the remains and tediously remove much of the concrete around. Uh, the medical examiner will now perform an autopsy. Investigators have to figure out if the person discovered was killed or died of natural causes and then buried in the home. I wonder how a body fares encased in concrete because I think my initial thing. thought was, huh. okay, it's going to be bones, it's going to be rotted. But wait a second, if there's no air in there, how does it decompose? Then it might not right. be decomposed. I, I'm not sure about Month that. Month of stunts, maybe? 
Maybe a month yeah. of stuff yeah. comes Are back. Are you down there, Casey? Yeah. We'll keep you in there for a month. Yeah, we'll yeah. Keep, we'll, yeah. You know, we'll put straws in your nose. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll leave little air holes for your nose. But, now, but we just won't have the whole the hoses go outside the concrete. Yeah, right? because then you were, we were just talking about the air. Because there'd be an air oh, source. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. Okay, well, I'll just working. hold my breath. We'll have straws. Hold my breath. You, you we'll, breath. we'll bury you in concrete. You'll have the straws in your nose. It just won't lead anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I guess when they saw the, the hoarding situation, I mean, you know, it's an investigation, but like... It could just be a case where somebody died of natural causes and they kept them in the house. Mm, and no, they're encased in concrete. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah and then, oh, oh, you oh. mean just kept the body there? Yeah. And, like they, and, Yeah, that's what they're investigating, whether or not the person died of natural causes okay, and so, it was just kept there, or what, was she or he or she murdered. Yeah, right. and they look at this and go, well, this would just be the easiest to pour in concrete and shove it in the corner. <laughs> and Wow. I don't think I have a receptacle big enough for my body in concrete. Do I mean, you, I've been looking. Do you remember, um, it was years ago, but I remember it was a mother from Cinnamons and she went out for a jog and she she was never found again, yeah, and yeah. Um, they found her years later, and she was buried in the wall of a house somewhere in Philadelphia. Wow. Well, the old mob thing yeah. used to be, to, 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 you know, the, the, the yeah. person would end up in the cornerstone of a building. Well, they always joke yeah, yeah. that uh, Jimmy Hoffa was in the end zone of Meadowland Stadium. That's right, yeah. Um, uh, what I do love, uh, on a side note, is when people are, like, redoing their homes or redoing their kitchens or whatever. And, and they bury loved ones in the walls. Yeah, they'll take a plastic <laughs> skeleton. And they'll hide it oh, inside, I, like a little crevice I somewhere. Love yeah, that. yeah, yeah. No. yes. I've never heard of that. Yeah, well, I, well the internet is, a, you know, it's a new thing now. <laughs> so now I've seen it, like a, where there's like this tiny little space in between, like two cabinets in the kitchen, and they'll go buy a, a plastic skeleton at the at the what do you call it? Stick the, it in there. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, the costume so like, store, or whatever, like a full size one. Yeah. Oh my god, that's terrible. Could you imagine that? You go to redo that's your insane. kitchen. Like, <laughs> Twenty wow. years, somebody finds it. Uh, the remains have not been identified. Neighbors say they haven't seen the family that lived there in several days. It seems like most residents in the Philadelphia area heard a fighter jet fly over the city at about 9.20 yesterday morning. Uh, an F-15 fighter aircraft responded to a Cessna plane that entered a temporary flight restricted area without proper clearance over Wilmington, Delaware. President Joe Biden was in Delaware at the time. The low-flying jet caught a lot of people off guard. Officials said the aircraft exited the restricted airspace shortly after, and it's not clear what type of punishment the pilot could face. Imagine you're the civilian pilot who accidentally strays uh-huh. into restricted <laughs> airspace and all of a sudden they've got an F-15 flying around. Oh my God, you had a heart attack. Oh my oh. God. It flew right over our house yesterday and uh, there were some deer in the backyard so we were conjecturing maybe taking out the deer. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, it was, it was really interesting to uh, see the video that my girlfriend sent me yesterday morning. It's, it's you know, it was, there's no mistaking what it was. No, they, they looped around uh, Delco, like right around Ridley Creek State Park. Yeah. I couldn't believe the 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 uh, large window of no-fly zone from oh, yeah. Wilmington. Uh, it's funny because actually uh, when uh, Biden was coming into Philadelphia airport the two or three times ago, um, I just gotten a drone, and the drone wouldn't take off while okay. he was in. Wow! So, so it actually wouldn't. It wouldn't take off in my area, yeah, because it, and apparently, and, and you know, because it it does it it does link up to the GPS, wow. and it has a built-in feature that will render it useless. Okay, if it's in a no-fly zone. Interesting. Wow, that's yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah. I yeah. didn't realize that. Uh, so yeah, a lot of people saw this, wondering what it was, and uh, that was the reason. All right, let's do sports this morning.
In overtime last night, the Sixers beat the Toronto Raptors 104 to 101 in South Bay. Tobias Harris hit a three-pointer in overtime that put the Sixers ahead. Joel Embiid had 28 points, 11 rebounds, and four assists, and the Sixers extended their winning streak to the season-best five games. Harris put the Sixers ahead with 212 left in overtime and finished with 21 points, making five of his seven three-point attempts. The Sixers are at home again tomorrow night with a game against the Detroit Pistons. Tip-off is set for 7 o'clock. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts sprained his right shoulder against the Chicago Bears, putting his availability for Saturday's game in Dallas against the Cowboys in question. It is not considered a long-term or terribly serious injury, but if Hurts can't play on Christmas Eve, Gardner Minshaw will get the start. The injury occurred at the end of the third quarter Sunday against Chicago when Hurts was driven into the ground by defensive lineman Travis Gibson. Hurts stayed on the ground for a few moments following the hit, but continued play- playing and finished the game. You know what happened was uh, Jordan Maialata was like, uh, he walked up to him and he goes, yo, 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 you better stay down, stay down, stay down. And then... Uh, Jalen Hurts looks up and goes, you better pick me the F up right now. <laughs> yeah, and then he got up and finished the game. Wow. Mm-hmm. Very nice. In Monday Night Football, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers kept their playoff hopes alive. A.J. Dillon ran for two scores. Rodgers threw a touchdown pass to Aaron Jones, and the Packers beat the L.A. Rams 24-12 to in freezing conditions last night at Lambeau Field. The temperature was 15 degrees with a wind chill of 7 just before opening F- kickoff. That. <laughs> yeah. Dude, last night, I was outside last yeah. night for a few hours. It was so cold. I couldn't believe like how bitter cold it was were you doing scrimmages uh no we went ice skating oh. Oh. i'll tell you guys about it later right, cool. let me finish this <laughs> and the flyers are back in action tonight and they'll host the columbus blue jackets according to multiple sources forward cam atkinson is expected to miss the remainder of the season to undergo a non-orthopedic medical procedure originally cleared by team doctors on november 28th atkinson had been practicing and skating with the team however the injury is now considered serious enough that it could be career threatening to the 33 year old this is just the latest this major setback for the Flyers who have lost Sean Couturier for likely the entire season after two back surgeries and never got Ryan Ellis back from his injury suffered at the beginning of last season. Mm. Tonight's game starts at 7. And that's what I have for you this morning. I thank you. Yeah. Kathy Romano for sports and news and all those wonderful things. That is wonderful. Uh, by the way, yeah, I did um, yesterday I broke, out the, I broke out the heavy winter coat. Oh, yes. It was, they were forecasting a much colder day yesterday and breezes. It's warming up the next couple of days, but Saturday we're dipping down big time. So it's on the way. The, the low on Saturday is going to be 16 degrees. Uh, and on Friday uh, overnight as well. So Because uh, of the weather you were mentioning earlier, yeah. we, we're experiencing a colder than normal um, December. However... Uh, we're not slated to really get any snow. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, a white Christmas is fine, but That's I can fun, do with that. But... A cold Christmas is fine. Yeah. A warm, sunny 85 degrees. <laughs> That's Christmas. a wonderful thing. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I, I really, well, I talked talk to a friend last night who lives in Southern California, and uh, he's like, uh, going to Palm Springs this weekend for Christmas. It's going to be 80 in golf. I think <laughs> I was thinking about this last night. I, I think I'm going to pitch the family on a warm destination Christmas. <laughs> Next year, I think everybody has yeah. aged enough to where they might be open to the idea. I want to try it. I just want to see what it's like. I would like to do a a you know a warm vacation Christmas. I think that could be fun. I I'm, I'm this still year. trying to work up to it. Have you? Would you do it, Steve? I, I, it's not off the table. Okay, I am very much a traditionalist. I the, the notion of traveling for Christmas. Mm. 
uh, is entered the the possibility. But I was I would go to a colder place that is known for its Christmas. Well, listen, I was just in uh, I was in uh, Florida this yeah. weekend. There's decorations all over the yeah. place. Yeah. It's nice and warm. It still felt very festive. I know. I so I, so did the, if I can get over the travel hub, I think at some point I could go to the warm. Deal. Yeah, we, uh, we did it as a family one year uh, to Mexico, and it w- that was our family uh, Christmas present to each other. And we flew on Christmas, yeah. and when it happened initially, I was like, you know what? I, I don't think I want to do this. And then we got there, and it was gorgeous, and it w- we were snorkeling the next day, and I was like, you know what? Uh, this Christmas is pretty nice. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah, Cabo I, I, Christmas time is not bad. Nick, I'll bring you on the uh, the pitch meeting. Okay, just I'll be your consigliere. <laughs> All right, hey, listen. Welcome to Tuesday. Uh, we're one day away from Christmas miracle. One day. Oh my God. It's Tomorrow. Tomorrow. We're going to be at Parks Casino. So looking forward to it. And let, you know what? Yeah, Casey, you played that clip. Let's do it. Let's give away a pair. Let's let's give away one pair of pads. I have five total for the day. Wait, one, two, three. I have four total for the day. Uh, So. Oh, my God. We'll take caller number 18 at 215-263-WMMR. And uh, it's good that you're up early now because you have to be up really early tomorrow morning to join us at Pars Casino. You have to be at, tw- at least 21 years of age. And we got great prizes to give away. Obviously, Casey's been giving me the list of prizes. Oh, very impressive. Really good stuff. Yeah. And uh, we, we just, uh, it's a fun broadcast. Uh, we are going to have some uh, live music and a way for you to win several different things. And the ugly sweater uh, contest is taking place with Miller Lite. So make sure that you wear your ugly sweater. So let's take the caller number right now, 18-215-263-WMMR. And we'll put you on the list and we'll see you tomorrow morning. Uh, today is also Tattoo Day, so we have a chance to win a $350 gift certificate from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. So text the word tattoo to 39333. And later on this morning... Tom Papa is yeah. on the show. Love talking to Tom. He's got a new Netflix special. I watched it while I was on the plane this weekend, uh, and it is called What a Day. So we'll check in with Tom around 9 o'clock uh, this morning. And we have some other things to give away, too. So we'll yeah. take a break, come back in a second. The entertainment report is on the way and the stupid question. So we won't be gone long. You stay right where you are. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you. From pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites. Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes, on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com slash fall. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I have a very interesting, stupid question for you, and we're going to give away a Hand and Stone gift card good for a free massage or facial. And the question I have for you is this. What U.S. city is mentioned in the first line of the Bob Singer song, Bob Seger song, Turn the Page? Uh-huh. What city, what U.S. city is mentioned in the first line? Love that song. Of the Bob Seger song, Turn the Page. I have to be in the right mood for it. Yeah. Because it's slow, man. What about a frat party? Yeah, that sounds perfect. Okay, that's, that's what we've got tonight. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's different. So, <laughs> But uh, let's see if you know the... <laughs> <laughs> I know you're killing everyone. All right. Stop the music, please. Right. Thank you. Still I'm waving you off. Go. Party was just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> Slow down, everybody. We got a long day to go. 
All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Or no, we're, let's going to go through birthdays. Yeah, yeah, come on, yeah, yeah. Come on man. I know. <laughs> well, we've got tonight. Uh, today is Tuesday, the 20th day of December, and uh, birthdays include Yuri Geller. The great Yuri Geller. Yes, the celebrity psychic. Uh, Con man. Bending spoons and yeah. keys and all that stuff. Yeah, the thing was, is he pl- he tried to pawn it off as, I am really... Without question, I'm using my mind to do these. And they things. were they were magic tricks, and yeah. it was exposed by uh, the amazing Randy, yeah. and uh, and showed how to do all that stuff. And and uh, listen, he was good at doing it. Yeah, I think the yeah. bending spoon illusion is cool. Yeah, the keys thing that's cool. But you know, you don't have to say I'm you know really trying to convince people of powers you can explain that you're using the power of your mind to do this stuff. Free yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Angel, yeah. yeah. It was his birthday yesterday, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yuri Geller. My, Michael Jackson was one of his buddies. Really? Yeah. Okay. I believe. All right. Uh, so I freak out. He is, uh, Yuri Geller is 76 years old today. Uh, from the Black Crows, Chris Robinson, lead singer of the band, uh, 56 years old today. We're just talking about them ejecting someone off the stage who charged up, right? They were performing. Yeah. And um, the people were just getting aggressive, and so they, yeah. they actually jumped in and got the guy off the stage. Pretty wild that he and Kate Hudson were together for a while. Yeah. Uh, that, that relationship lasted for a bit. He's kind of known to be a little bit difficult, a little bit. Um... He's a he picks fights, yeah. Like for, and I hope that that because I really like the music. Oh man, I just hope it's um, he's matured a little bit. You take some of those songs and really listen to his vocals. Yeah, dude can sing. He has got some soul, man. Uh, great, uh, great band. He and his brother, and, and they've had the, that contentious. Oh. Rock Brothers relationship. They got it back together, and they they toured last year and everything. So they spent um, some time with uh, Hanson, and they learned how brothers should get along. That's how yeah. you get along. Uh, Chris Robinson is fifty six today. Uh, Peter Chris, former drummer of Kiss, and I don't think he's going to be doing any uh, shows on this uh, final. Not fair- if I have my way. Uh, final farewell. No, uh, Gene wants Gene wants him to. It's like a billion. <laughs> That's right. It stinks. Exactly. Uh, but so he is uh, celebrating his 77th birthday today. Well, I, their I, biggest hit, this, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. This was their biggest hit, without yeah. question. Uh, but I remember I finally got to see Kiss uh, in the, was it late 90s? And they, they returned with the makeup thing. And I was so excited because I was a big Kiss fan, especially when I was a kid. And Peter Chris was my favorite because I'm a drummer. Right. And I was so underwhelmed with Peter Chris <laughs> live. He was just lame. Yeah. Like, he barely touched the drums. It was just like, like just kind of lightly tapping them. I mean, the show was fantastic. It's a spectacle. Fire and, yeah. and lasers and, you know. And, chickens. And, and blood and chickens and Where all that chickens, stuff. chickens, though? But, uh, but I, was, I was a little let down by Peter Chris, but it was still, it was a great show. Uh, but he turned 77 years old today. Uh, Alan Parsons. Musician, producer, engineer. Producer. Producer Pink Floyd. Yeah, he, in fact, he, well, he was the engineer yeah. for um, Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, and then he went on to create the Alan Parsons Project. <laughs> um, mentioned in the uh, Austin Powers movie. You are correct, yes. Uh, and they brought us some, some great music, Alan yeah. Parsons Project did. Uh, he is uh, 74 years old today. Uh, there's, a, there's a few that I, I have on a couple of lists. Eye of in the Sky. Um, I have uh, 
Wait, was iRobot? Was that uh, Alan Parsons' project? I think so. iRobot and uh, uh, I Wouldn't Want to Be Like You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, was I in the Sky, Alan Parsons? Uh, That's a great right? song. I am the, and I another am the song sky. called Time. Or, or, or is that Man? You know what? I'm thinking, Are you thinking, thinking of Man, man from Man. man? Uh, Nick, who did iRobot? Alan yeah. Parsons. Yeah, it was Alan yeah. Parsons. Yeah. And what was okay. the one Steve said? I in the Sky and uh, and Time. Those yes. are both. Or wait. Was everything I? Because this is I serious, isn't it? Yeah. But I, this is the the letter I. Yeah. Uh, I in the Sky is did glaucoma, red eye. Uh, yeah. Uh, a lot of great songs. Games People Play. Remember that one? Yes. Games People Play. You take it or you leave yeah, it. Yeah, I in the Sky. Yeah. All right, so uh, Alan Parsons is 74 today. Uh, several musicians have birthdays today. Anita Ward. Do we have that song? Ring my bell. ring a ling a So she is uh, 66. She won hit wonder, right? Uh, today, I believe so, yeah. She won a freaking bell. You're Ring right. a bell. Dude. What? Did you trip? Ring! No! Ring! All I heard was this son thing. of a bitch. I heard, I heard this you go down. this stupid bell was on the bottom <laughs> shelf over there, and I went to go grab it, and this little, the little hammer of the bell got stuck on the other side of the shelf. <laughs> And I pulled it, and it ended up falling into the crevice between the shelf and the wall. That must have been when you're like, son of a bitch. I didn't see any of that happening. I, oh, I felt like Anthony Gargano. Did you guys see when he rang the bell at the Sixers game what a couple happened? of weeks ago? Yeah. Dude, he hit the bell, okay? He was so juiced up. He hit the bell the first time. The hammer went flying out of his hand <gasps> across the floor. Stop. No. Oh no! It was great. What was for Anthony, who's like the you know, yeah. he's oh the guy. god, dude. He's I, it might have been the first time he was ever invited. Like he is the Sixers, you oh, know, man. through and through. First one, he was so geeked. I was like, bam, and it went <laughs> boing, boing, boing. It flew out of his hand. Uh, it was probably like three, four weeks ago, something like that. That's I'm gonna have to have a talk with yeah. him because I've done it a few times and done it successfully, and I'll, yes. I'll, I'll give him some tips. Yeah. They, he's, they, they need to do a make good on that. They do. Yeah, yeah, they do. And it's Anita Ward's birthday, and her song is Ring My Bell. Yeah. That's right. Wow, how about that? Yep. So, so she is 66 <laughs> years old today. Uh, it's Jonah Hill's birthday today. Yes. Ah. Uh, he turns 39 years old. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? It, it says screams. Jonah Scream, Jonah Hill Scream. I don't know what it's, it's from. It's from that movie where they start their own college with uh, Justin Long. Oh. Okay. Is it accepted? Accepted. Okay. okay. So there's okay. a scene where they're checking out a site where they're going to have, might have this college, and a skeleton falls out of the ceiling, oh and he <laughs> screams like that. <laughs> we we way, met him, right? Yeah, he, yes, he, was, he was here. Was in the studio. Yeah, very uh, nice guy. Michael Sarah. Uh, which is interesting because uh, I've been watching the documentary about his therapist called Stutz on yeah. uh, on Netflix. You guys watch any of it? I did, yeah. Watch the first episode. It's uh, No, it's a movie. Oh, I, then, I, then I guess I watched it all. It's a yeah. black and white. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 I've, I've watched like three quarters of it now. It's like two hours long. Is it? Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. And um, it's interesting, but he, he's he got some serious 
um, uh, self-reflective uh, issues and, yeah. and stuff. He's got some, you know, real baggage. That no, he's he certainly on. has, and he's 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 come to terms with it. I I his, come to terms with. It. I think I fell asleep a lot. Yeah. <laughs> his therapist has some interesting uh, tools and, and concepts huh. that I found really cool. But but it is a it's not a riveting watch. It's it's that's very, probably why I fell asleep. Then very boring. <laughs> um, but uh, but I am getting some things from it, and um, he did obviously as well because he makes it clear that this oh, yeah. this guy is. Um, you know, is is a pivotal part of his life. He's yeah. been here twice. He was here for um, Super Bad, but he's also here for Moneyball, which That's he right. is great in uh, the the Brad Pitt baseball movie. <laughs> he, uh, so he turns thirty nine today. Have you seen Wolf of Wall Street? Nope. His character. Oh my god! <laughs> is, so is is just essential to everything, and is the, is just the complete scummy. But you love him when he's on screen. Yeah, you know? yeah. So he's 39 today. Uh, Director Todd Phillips uh, has a birthday today, and he's brought us uh, all kinds of great movies like The Hangover, Old School, Road Trip, and Joker. So he's working on the second one. I, It's an interesting thing with uh, Joker is that I, uh, I've seen it once, and I think that's enough. Yeah, I know. Uh, he's 52 today. All right, we're going to move on, and uh, we're going to get an answer to the stupid question this morning. What U.S. city is mentioned in the first line of Bob Seger's song, Turn the Page, 215-263-WMMR? We're going to go to Jason, see if we can get an answer. Hey, Jason, good morning. Good morning. Mary Gadzooks. Mary Gadzooks to you, sir. All right, Jason, what is the U.S. city mentioned in the first line of Turn the Page? The mysterious village found east of Omaha. Omaha. You got it, buddy. Hang on. Jason, we are going to give you a Hand and Stone gift card good for free massage or facial. You can take the halls at Hand and Stone Massage Facial Spa. You can buy a spa package and get a free massage or facial gift card and visit any of their 60 area locations or search for the location nearest you uh, to view their exclusive online offers. Restrictions apply. Here we go. Hold on. We're... East of Omaha. And there it is. I connect with his uh, feeling of being an outsider every time now when I walk into a place wearing shorts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I know what it's like. Yeah. Everybody's looking I've been at there, you. Yeah. yeah. Is that a woman or a yeah. man? Is that a woman or a man in yeah. shorts? Is that a bald woman <laughs> or a bald man? That's an ugly woman in That's shorts. Big, ugly bald, woman ugly in shorts. Uh-huh. All right, I got some stories to run by you. The legal battle between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard appears to be over. Word came down yesterday. Heard uh, shared a post to Instagram announcing that she had made the very difficult uh, decision to settle. Nothing is over. I think it's a smart decision. Oh, just end wrap it, it up. Yeah. End it. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's over. It's man, approach the bench. Oh, my God, that's right. I forgot he's their lawyer. Is, is my zipper down? Uh, it's well, why don't you look? <laughs> that's what you came over to ask the judge about? I uh, have to go pee pee really bad. <laughs> uh, so she had said, uh, it is important for me to say that I never chose this. She wrote this in the statement. I defended my truth. In doing so, my life as I knew it was destroyed. The vilification I have faced on social media is an amplified version of the ways women are re-victimized when they come forward. Uh, she said, uh, now I fight what? Well, so you can't say I defended my truth. I, I feel like your words are very important here, and you got to say I defended the truth. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, yeah, sorry. She said, now I finally have an opportunity to uh, emancipate myself from something I attempted to leave over six years ago and on terms I can agree to. 
I've made no admission. Uh, this is not an act of concession. There are no restrictions or gags with respect to my voice moving forward. Habeas corpus. Uh, so- <laughs> <laughs> A source close to Johnny said it's a seven-figure settlement. Uh, The judgment is in place, but uh, part of the point of appealing it for her was both financial reasons, uh, but uh, also to ensure that there wasn't, wasn't a judgment in place against her that has significant ramifications. Clean this off the table. Let everything sit for a little while. You know how this these things cycle. She can come back and it'll be over. Yeah, because uh, it is over. Nothing's over. Uh, the judgment. Nothing is over. It's over. Is never. This one's over. Uh, this one's over. Uh, the judgment is never going away. Depp has said that it wasn't about money. He just wanted the truth. Apparently. Yeah. Now, if Johnny and what'll be smart for him to do is take that settlement and publicly donate it. That would be the way to go. And say I yeah. didn't want this money at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll see if that ends up happening or not. A known burglar broke into Robert De Niro's Upper East Side townhouse yesterday while the casino actor and his daughter were home. Long- That's a home invasion. Yeah. Long- uh, what? what the hell are you doing? Law enforcement <laughs> officials told the New York Post uh, that, she, that she was stealing Christmas presents and playing with his iPad. Oh, my God. You sick son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, the burglary. Those angry birds. Uh, pro- uh, occurred approximately at 2.30 a.m. when police spotted 30... You're playing with my angry birds? 30-year-old Shanice uh, Aviles trying to enter a commercial uh, enter commercial buildings before making her way into De Niro's home. What the hell are you doing? Uh, the good <laughs> she had... So she had she had a criminal record of breaking yeah. into high... Uh, you know, uh, to, to wealthier uh, homes and condos. Oh, really? Yes. That apparently was her M.O. Uh, the Goodfellas actor and his daughter were unaware of what was going on at the time. Prior to the arrest, Avils had been picked up for seven other burglaries. You uh, blow it! That took place on the Upper East Side. Is that a, kind of a ritzy area? The yeah, Upper East Side? yeah okay. absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, De Niro lately, the times I've seen him, I guess the... He's looking a little shriveled. He's looking... Well, I mean, how old is he? He's older. In his 80s? 79. He's so memorialized in, you know, frozen in time in these roles that we know him from that it's like, oh, wow. Yeah, he's he's an old man. He's 80 or 79. You're a myth. Right on the edge of it. You look horrible. Stallone, on the other hand, Stallone's had some work done. <laughs> he clearly has. You can yeah. see his eyebrows line. I was looking way at a picture up. of him yesterday. Yeah. And it's like way up. When he high. raises his eyebrows, one of his ears bends over. Oh, does it? <laughs> <laughs> the way I rigged it. Cut me, Mickey. Yeah. Uh, so, anyhow, uh, yeah, this, this woman yeah. uh, had been busted. She had apparently been hitting the Upper East Side between November 25th and December 8th of this year. So, Who is Charlie? <laughs> Where is he? Yeah. Is this Charlie? Where's the chocolate factory? <laughs> uh, he doesn't really know where he is. No. You know. <laughs> He's old. All right. Uh, another big thing happened. The jury in Los Angeles found Harvey Weinstein guilty of rape on Monday after nine days of deliberation. Man, uh, what a what a collection of guilty verdicts he's accruing. Oh, yeah. This is his second criminal trial, and he is currently two years into a 23-year sentence for rape and sexual assault conviction in New York. Uh, he's found guilty of three charges related to an accuser known as Jane Doe 1, but the jury was unable to reach a verdict regarding allegations by his other accusers, including Jennifer uh, Siebel Newsom, the wife of California Governor uh, Gavin Newsom. So it's pretty wild, man. I think that this guy went from the top of the top 
He's sitting in a jail cell, and he had been getting away with stuff for a long time, the rumor was. So the, the story was, if you wanted to win an Oscar, you would get with Miramax, and they would uh, work it for you. Right. However, part of that story was, if you were an actress... You probably had to do something sexual for Harvey Weinstein, or you would be propositioned to do something for Weinstein. Usually involve farting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, he was like, I like ribs and I like farts. He, he was into that. I'll fart in your face. Well, at least we made that up, but. Yeah. Put your hand under my robe like a Civil War camera. I'll fart in your face. Be softy in my face. You bitch. <laughs> who was that? Come back over here. <laughs> oh, God. Be softy in my face. <laughs> it was the queen. No, she, it was an older actress talking <laughs> yeah. about some other. Yeah, she yeah. was. Uh, I forgot who she was talking about. It wasn't Weinstein. Talking about Weinstein. Be softy in my face. <laughs> oh, jeez. Did you like that? Dude. <laughs> you mean you're going to like that or you're not getting the movie? <laughs> I have a very vivid image of Harvey Weinstein in his white bathrobe asking a girl to put her head underneath it like a Civil War camera, and then he just fires away. (laughs) You want to be in a movie? Uh I'm going to play Civil War camera. You put your head under my robe, I'm going to fart, but you got to keep the same expression for 30 seconds. <laughs> Wait, is he like testing how good of an actor you actress you are? Lord of the Rings. In the face! Ten more seconds. <laughs> okay, it was uh Miriam uh, Miriam Margolis and Arnold Schwarzenegger had farted. Ah, uh, there face. we go, yeah. <clears throat> that was a whole story. All right, so anyhow, uh he has been um Found guilty once again. Yes, and he still has cases pending in Europe. Uh, yes, oh, yeah, wow. it's crazy. All right, um, what else? Uh, speaking of Harvey Weinstein, uh, Angelina Jolie had some moments with him yes. too. Yep. Uh, and I have a story about her. She is stepping down from her role as ambassador uh, for the UN Refugee Agency uh, (UNHCR) after more than twenty years of doing that. By the way, she worked it. Yep. She said, uh, I believe in many things that the U.N. does, particularly the lives it saves through emergency relief. And she said, I will be working now with organizations led by people most directly affected by conflict. Uh, They give the greatest voice to them. Uh, She said that uh, the actually the UNHCR uh, said that she was one of the most influential refugee rights activists they've had. Mm. Uh, and they said in or in a post on her Instagram page, uh, she said, after 20 years, I'm stepping down today uh, for my work uh, with the U.N. Refugee Agency. Refugees are the people I uh, admire most in the world, and I am dedicated to working with them for the rest of my life. Uh, she provided no details how the organizations uh, she was planning or what organization she was planning to work with. But uh, she has officially stepped down from that position. But, yeah, she, she walks the walk, man. She definitely does. Uh, let's see here. Ben Aff- Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. Celebrated the holidays with a sweet duet at their star-studded Christmas party over the weekend. Uh-huh. The audio was terrible. I wanted to get yeah. it. Uh-huh. It's not that good. Uh, videos shared to Instagram show the couple singing karaoke to John Legend's by Christmas Eve. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. And they shared a kiss. And the uh, fire is so delightful. In that as well. So, uh, yeah, Do you be- like to celebrate Christmas? You will. Uh, so, according to Entertainment Tonight, uh, Brad Pitt 
is enjoying spending time with uh, Inez de Ramon. Yes. A source told the outlet uh, Brad and Inez recently started dating. Brad is enjoying spending time with Inez. Oh. He enjoys her. <laughs> He enjoys being with a girl who's half his age. And getting to know and her. And getting better. to know her and having ice cream. Well, all right, so I don't know who this one bocce. is. But there was somebody that was, he was rumored like, it was quote unquote, he was dating a normal person. Well, an, an age appropriate person and also someone not in the industry. So I don't know if but it's this, is this not one. Her. No, no this that, is... was, that was one girl back. Yeah. Yeah, okay. this is a new a newbie. Uh, yeah, I don't know what her story well, is. She there. won an, actor, uh, an Oscar. Oh, she did? Yeah. Uh, but I don't remember for okay. what. Uh, so the source said it is... Nope. No, I'm wrong about that. She's okay. a jewelry designer, and he won an Oscar. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Congratulations. So he won an Oscar for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Yes, I read that wrong. They were both in it. So this is more of a normal gal, then. Mm, yeah, this isn't the right one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see okay. if I can find the information. Uh, it, the source said it is still new, but they are seeing where things are going, and uh, they like each His other. His pants. Yeah. And uh, they are having a good time together. The pair sparked romance rumors last month. When they were seen together at a Bono concert in Los Angeles, uh, according to Page Six, he spent. Just want to point out that Brad Pitt's in the audience with his daughter. Oh no! And so, I'm sorry. <laughs> he spent his 59th birthday uh, with her over the weekend. By the way, he's 59. Yeah. Wow. Oh. I didn't know Brad Pitt was pushing 60. Or I'd never he paid is. attention. He's wow. in. He's in. Non-chemical yeah. uh, shape. And that's yeah. that if you are, if you're blessed with the genetics that he has, oh. you'll look that way at that age. Oh, when you at- see people like The Rock, though, who's in his 50s, and they're making a lot about it now, that he's he looks in incredible shape. Right. And they're saying, you've got to be taking something. to be that you, Your body doesn't react that way. He looks more cut up than he was when he was in his 20s. Robert Redford's one of those guys yeah. that stayed good looking has stayed good looking. Aged his into it the right life. way, yeah. Absolutely. And looks like my mom. And Brad Pitt, what? Looks like my mom. Robert Redford's looks like your mom? mom? Yeah, remember my grandmother used to call oh that. My God. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Call my mom Robert Redford. Yep. Yeah, so back in uh, October, my you know, my wife sent me this thing. It's, there's an Instagram handle. It's called uh, Dumoy or Dumois. Uh, that is, it is all uh, gossipy stuff, but... I don't, yeah, you, you mentioned this, yeah. I did, I, and I don't really care for it because it is such an invasion of of their privacy because right. it's it's basically handled by anybody and everybody, right. right? And they'll just send pictures in of somebody eating lunch, and then so the rumor, the the thing there, the the post said, "Hey, uh, tell us how Brad met Normie, so we all have a chance." So apparently, he had met somebody through an app and was uh, potentially dating this quote unquote normal person. That's not the Zinez chick. Okay. So I guess maybe the. That one didn't work out. Okay. okay. All right. Well, now he's on there. Unless now. he's cheating on this one with the other one. Yeah. All right. And the one final story uh, that I'm with. Let's end with this one. Um, on a recent episode of BBC's Desert Island Discs, Steven Spielberg shared the remorse that he feels about the effect that Jaws has had on the shark population. Oh. He said, I truly and uh, to this day regret the decimation of the shark population because of the book and the film. Sure, now you're upset. He said, I really, truly regret that. Um, well, it was Robert Benchley that, you know, uh, Peter Benchley that wrote the uh, the book. So that start. it was already a thing. Obviously, yeah. the movie was huge. But if, but if you put it in, in visual terms yeah, for yeah. people to see, you know, uh, somebody being eaten by yeah. a shark, it's going to have a really visceral uh, effect to it. Uh, so, according to the New York Post, researcher George Burgess said in uh, 2016, when the movie came out, 
there was a collective testosterone rush that went up and down the east coast of the United States, uh, which increased the level of shark hunting. So he's some. He's got a little bit of. No, that's absolutely. Hell, yeah. we did. We we booked a shark charter, but you know, um, yeah, I, I get it. Yep. All right, uh, and I think we are ready to roll the clips now. All right, uh, it's been more than three years since Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan Season 2 was released, and now Season 3 is finally upon us. Yay, I love those first two seasons. Here, star John Krasinski talks about the coolest thing he knows how to do because he plays Jack Ryan. Um, I know how to be thrown out of a Black Hawk helicopter. That That's pretty, that's pretty cool. Just in case it happens, I now know how to do it and hopefully not break all the bones in my body. Um... <laughs> So that what happened in that trailer shot is very very real. Yeah, uh, it's a great show. It is, I, and both seasons and he's great. were equally as good. I think so. Jack Ryan season three comes out tomorrow on Prime Video. That's what I will be doing during the holiday nice. break. Yeah. Yes. Next clip. Pushed to the breaking point by Simon, her psychologically abusive boyfriend Alice rediscovers the essence of herself in Alice Darling. And in this clip, star Anna Kendrick uh, talks about trying to give a truthful performance of the film's heavy subject matter. Here we go. Uh, It wasn't like, oh, that scene where I was crying about that thing really helped me release something. It was more like the act of trusting myself and not kind of going for that immediate validation of, like, the person at Video Village going like, ah, that scene really worked. Could you shut up? You know what, Anna Kendrick, why is she so damn pretty? She's, she's, uh, you know what I mean? Cute in a girl next door sort of way. And, and it's yeah. Super duper cute. But yeah. it's also her personality. Yeah. Like, she just seems like she is, like, fun and has a good sense of humor. And... She was a lot of fun when she was in the studio. Yeah. 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 I love everything I about her. Uh, Alice Darling comes out uh, this week in theaters, by the way. All right. And there you go. That is your entertainment report this morning. All right, uh, we are going to take a break. I want you to hang in there. I have two uh, passes, three passes left. I'm not going to give away one now. Oh. In the next segment. All right. I'm just giving everybody a heads up. In the next segment, I will give away passes for Christmas Miracle for tomorrow morning. Okay, we just gave some away a little while ago. We're going to do another one in a little bit, but I want you to be close and not miss the opportunity, so hang in there. In the meanwhile, text tattoo to 39333 because we have Tattoos Day taking place as well. We'll come back in a moment. Tom Papa on the show later on. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. The Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition. Wednesday, December 21st at the Excite Center inside Parks Casino in Ben Salem. At stake, some of the coolest prizes, gadgets, and gifts from our winter wonderland of clients and sponsors. Including Adventure Aquarium, Nebraska Brazilian Steakhouse, and Stephen Ear Jewelers. Want to be a part of the studio audience? Check WMMR.com for details. And don't forget to dress to, um, impress. Our judges will pick their favorite ugly sweater to score great prizes from Miller Lite. Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. Oh, it's a Christmas Miracle! 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your holidays. I just want to let you guys know that I have noticed a few things that I think are worth sharing. Holiday edition of the Noticer. Mm -hmm. The last... Is this going to be the last noticer of 2022? Probably. Probably. Yeah, I think I think we might get to the junk drawer on... Should uh... all acquaintance... <laughs> I didn't know you sang, I Mr. Announcer Guys. 
right. Uh, the first thing I notice is that a member of the uh, of the staff here at WMMR and Beasley Media, uh, Lauren Henwood, yes. Waitkiss, had a baby. <laughs> so I wanted to pass along. Can you dig it? And Congrat- she went past her due date. Oh, yeah, she yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. I would like to send the along. The kids are already six. Congratulations <laughs> to Lauren and Robbie Waitkiss uh, on the new arrival, Henley Olivia Waitkiss. I like that. How? Uh, what's that? How? Their initials. H O W. Okay. Yep. And uh, nine pounds, one ounce. That's a good size, wow. baby. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. When you go yeah, you're past right. your due date, it's just she growing. Was, she was ready to pop, man. Yeah, she but was I tell you what, she like worked. Up to the yeah. last oh, yeah. second. Literally, yeah. And uh, and then was ready to go, and then yeah, they had she, to induce her. I was talking to her a little bit, and she said she wanted to just work, you know, as as much as she could all the way up until the end, you know, obviously, so she can stay home with the baby now for a little while. Yep. Uh, so they... She didn't... T- they didn't tell anybody the name. Oh, well, that's, that's cool. They yeah. had it picked out, and they didn't let anybody know. They didn't want any opinions. Uh, which I think is a good idea. Oh, I hope she's wonderful. Her husband's I wonderful. Love that name, yes. Henley. I think it is a great name. Henley, uh, get your Henley. You're uh, wearing a Henley today, right now, as uh, we speak. You're right. Yeah, the shirt is a Henley. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's so nice of you. You did that for her. I know. I'm <laughs> always thinking of those guys. Uh, but Rob's great guy. Uh, went out and played golf with them uh, earlier this year, oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, super cool guy. I didn't know and that. very very happy uh, for these two. Does he work at a golf course? He does. Yeah, yeah he works at one so. of the Ron Jaworski courses. Yeah. He's a director of, uh, like, um, not public affairs, but um, funny he, games. Not fun and games. <laughs> Hang on a second. Uh, with a, a director of events. Okay. Right. Uh, that they have like weddings and oh, things like okay. that. So uh, he's at, uh, I think it's Deer Run uh, is the is the golf course. So we I had a really, that's terrific. I didn't know that. Really good time and really good people. So we're very, very happy for them. Yeah. And that's the first thing uh, that I've noticed. I like when good things happen to good people. It yeah. is a good thing. All right. Uh, I noticed something else. Um, how about this story? As uh, people are about to travel more... And as more and more states, I mean, with the holidays, it is, and with more and more states uh, legalizing marijuana, uh, and Congress sits on the cusp of passing a landmark bipartisan marijuana bill, things may be looking up for cannabis users nationwide, uh, but not too far up, especially those gearing up to fly for the holidays. Um, The question is, is can you fly with marijuana? Can you take it with you? Yeah. And it's kind of... um, an interesting scenario. There, was, there, there are issues, and there have been issues with people going to an area or returning home to an area that is more liberal with the cannabis rules right. and getting caught. There are actual receptacles yeah. in Denver International Airport. So you, if you have weed on you, yeah. you can drop it in a certain spot because it's legal to bring it into the airport, but you are, I guess, not supposed to fly with it. Well, the problem is is it remains illegal on a federal, federal level. level. Right, right. All right. So that includes uh, certain cannabis-infused products as well, like CBD oil. However, cannabis products containing no more than 0.3% THC on a dry weight basis are those approved by the FDA are the exceptions. So these items are permitted in both carry-on bags and check bags. Uh, <clears throat> these rules uh, apply regardless whether you're flying uh, from, no matter where you're flying from or into. But the question is, is... How does the TSA handle finding marijuana in your carry-on? Okay, so Bro. Uh, the TSA spokesperson said TSA's response to the discovery of marijuana is the same in every state and at every airport, regardless of whether marijuana has uh, has been or is going to be legalized in that state. Uh, it also covers covers medical marijuana. So that the the thing is, is the TSA's focus is passenger safety and potential threats. It doesn't have anything really to do with drugs and so on. 
but if they do find some, they are obligated to let local law enforcement know. Smoke it right there. And then no, and then they take it up. Then then it goes on to them. Uh, so they they don't specifically search for marijuana or illegal drugs. Officers are required to report any item they find that may violate the law during the security screening process to local law enforcement. Those authorities then decide what, if any, steps are taken next. All right, so don't so. have weapons in your bag when you're <laughs> trying to bring pot on the plane. Probably a good idea. Yeah. Uh, so whether or not don't the pass- in your hand grenade bag, whether or not the passenger is allowed to travel with the marijuana is up to law enforcement's discretion. So I wonder. How, listen, that's the thing. They're looking for they're looking for weapons. They're looking for bombs. They're looking for stuff like yeah. that. But if they do stumble across pot, I'm wondering. And then they tell uh, a local law enforcement, and you happen to have a medical card. What, what are they going to do? Are they going to you know? I, they, would they would they go through the trouble of turning it over to local law enforcement? You know, the TSA will. Yeah. So so maybe. I mean, or they might just look the other way and say uh, either throw it away and get on the plane or yeah. I, I think it's up to their discretion. And if almost, if, if you're being you like a it? willing uh, flyer and not being a pain in the ass, they'll probably just tell you to toss it. I think if you're flying from one state where it's legal to another state where it's legal, they um, might just do that. Yeah, they're, they're probably, you know, if you're causing a ruckus. You might get in some trouble. Do you yeah. think if you're boarding a flight, you could bring a salad shooter on board? Because yeah. the word shooters. <laughs> but, Nick, they don't know. Like, the only person who knows where you're flying from and to is the person that's checking your sure. your ticket or whatever. So when the bag is through the carousel or, or going through that little thingy, they don't know where you're going. I, I also probably Do you think know it, where you're going uh, to? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I think um, the... It, the amount also will sort of dictate yeah. as well. Like you're bringing you're, five pounds on the plane with you. You might get in some trouble. Yeah. Right? If you have two joints, you're probably going to be okay. I see that your travel companion is made entirely of pot. Yeah, but right. it's, it is it is um, so all over the place now. You were talking, uh, yeah. Steve, earlier about how, you know, like, do, do you even know what the rules are or where you are? I, I certainly, I, I, I know so many people who actually, tr- who do travel. Uh, and and this is a conundrum. You don't hear of anybody getting arrested for, you don't? for pot anymore, except you don't. for that dude. Did you just hear about the the um, the ocean spray guy? Yeah, dreams guy. Yeah, this dude. He got big. He got busted with pot, and he was traveling on a flight. Was is, he is not? that where he? I okay. think that was it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So it. It, it just I only had heard the headlines. I didn't hear. I was like, and the orangutan. The orangutan got arrested too. <laughs> what? Yeah, he was uh, driving weed? a golf cart under the influence. Son of a bitch. Uh, but the bottom line is, as uh, Nick pulled up this story, it says, uh, uh, let's be clear, and this is out of San Francisco, it says, let's be clear, it's illegal to fly with cannabis, and people have been arrested for doing so. Uh, There's a criminal defense attorney said that he has represented dozens of people who have been arrested for carrying cannabis through Bay Area airports. Huh. So. Would it behoove you to dress as a pilot? It's a risk you take. <laughs> uh, I, I think the, the best bet is to put it in your checked luggage. Yeah. Uh, and not take it through, carry through. Because how often are they are they checking checked luggage? So they they have these days. Here's the deal. Wait, what? Oh, Apparently, no. they do on those matters. They do have um, dogs peruse through the luggage. But they're looking for weapons. They're looking yeah. right, but, or you know, like arcane or right, like large right. amounts of drugs. I was recently in the airport, and uh, they had a dog, and the dog was checking every bag that that was checked, at, at least at the uh, the counter that I was at. Okay. And um, at, at, so at the ticket purchasing counter, yeah, at, interesting. At, at the ticket counter, okay. the dog was was checking everything that that came through. Then uh, they had the dog, same dog, and I don't know if yeah. it was connected, but he he, he freaked out at a bag. Uh, Freak out! <laughs> Freak out! <laughs> it was interesting to watch. It was it was very interesting to I think watch. They're fascinating. Um, yeah. So later. 
at the gate, um, you know, sitting, uh, waiting to board. The, the same dog came. He he searched all the bags, came over to mine. Yeah, yeah, he did. And he ran across and he found a guy and he just, you know, he, he didn't bark or anything. He just, yeah. uh, whatever, indicated to his trainer right. that, that this was it. And they took the guy's stuff. They went through. They made him take his wallet out. And he looked, he looked like a guy who was probably had something on him. You know, he was like a backpacker. He, you know, probably was out yeah. camping somewhere. Maybe had a little. Going to build her. Yeah, um, right, exactly. And uh, the guy ended up boarding, and they, they let him on. But that dog, there was something there. So, so the dog the, the dog will do it at the at the ticket thing, and then when, you, when you're when you going through the security check, you take that walk yeah, along the Yeah, they back. walk sometimes. You do, it's uh-huh. like the Soul Train dance. And, uh, <laughs> but Preston, is a great I love scene. that because you don't have to take your shoes off yeah, or yeah. anything or your electronics out of your bag. In the movie Top Secret, there's dogs that are, are, you know, they're jumping up on a guy who's got a package and they're responding to something and, and they, you know, they take the guy away and the bag is full of dog bones. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, so just a heads up on that, you know, I, I'd always assume that if they if they went through your bag, your yes. checked bag, and they found like a tiny amount. Yeah, just don't be an idiot. They're not going to. It's like going to Delaware and buying. They're not going to pull you off the plane. Will they call your mother? No, you can't drive uh, wine across the border if you go buy it in Delaware and bring it back to PA. Right. Which I still but, don't understand. And that never happens. happens. And people do it every single yeah. day. Yeah. And so, like, it, like it, don't, don't um, some um, I don't know female coworkers who are on the radio. Right? Yeah. yeah, I still I I wish somebody could explain that fully to me. The whole uh, taking the uh, booze across state lines. Yeah, so I I can't be I can't go from right. Delaware to Pennsylvania with a bottle of wine in my car. Yeah, that makes no sense to me. Yeah, I don't know what the the, the story and is. And I we even asked. Um, I think it was. Um, is that a PA Chris, liquor Chris, law? Well, I think wouldn't it be. Wouldn't it be Delaware? I don't know. We asked Chris yeah. Coons when he was on once, and he also didn't, didn't give me yeah, an explanation. Really at the border, is it Delaware or Pennsylvania police? Good, good right. question. It would I be PA know. police. Yeah, I guess, right? Yeah. Because if you're leaving, and then they're not going to pull you over for leaving. And, and, and Nick's <laughs> right. What, what is the frequency of those interdictions where they're stopping people with a dessert wine coming across? Does it have to do with taxes? I believe that's it. It yeah. always ends up having to do with money and yeah. revenue lost and so on and so but forth. like... You could actually stay on the PA side with a long enough straw, right? And, <laughs> and drink it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we should do that. We should. Should yeah. we? Yeah. Straw? President <laughs> technically crossed the state line. Straw, straw stations. We could have the Preston and Steve straw stations. But like, all right. So, what if you're not even going into Delaware specifically to buy liquor? Like, I actually have to go to Delaware That's today. That's what I mean. Right. And then I'm there, it's and I'm convenient. Oh, you know what? Uh, um, hey, can you pick up a bottle of wine for dinner? Okay, yeah, yeah. let me grab that for you. Uh-huh. Can I get arrested for that? So right. this is an article from the Inquirer in 2021, and apparently some of these liquor laws have to do with um, prohibition laws that were passed in the 30s. Uh, governor Pinchot was the governor of uh, Pennsylvania. Bronson at the time. Pinchot. Bronson Pinchot's uh, <laughs> uncle, Gifford yeah. Pinchot, and uh, but he was a teetotaler. Teetotaler. He, he, he strict anti-alcohol laws, and a lot of these uh-huh. laws date back to then. You remember so that? these are, yeah, the, the blue laws and exactly. things like that. that Prohibition is still... one of the few things that worked completely. <laughs> yes. Let's <laughs> let's learn from yeah. history. All right, I have some other things uh, that I noticed and I want to pass along to you. Uh, so Grubhub uh, users could not stop craving one food, and it now ranks as the delivery service's most popular dish of the year. Steve, you know what this is. I do. I'm going to have to accuse myself. Anybody want to guess what the most popular, and this is... Like uh, a, a generic, uh, like pizza, like, and uh, yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, and it's not pizza. I'll give you no. that. What would be the most hmm. uh, popular dish of the year for Grubhub? What do you guys think? 
Wow, okay. That's not... See, pizza would have Tacos. Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, Chinese. Case? Uh, well, I'm going to kind of go with you on that. Sushi. All right. Uh, Kathy's closest. It's burrito. Uh, burrito. burrito. Do burrito bowls count, too? Yes, they do. Okay. Uh, burritos were ordered more than any other dish on the platform in 2022. I love a good burrito. Yeah, oh, I um, sure do. I can't, I, I can't order that stuff. I, I love Chipotle. Makes you go, makes you go boom. No, 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 no. Whenever I order for, like, uh, on the mobile app, they get it wrong. So now I need to, like, sit there and watch. Seriously? The, yes. I, I, they have messed up my order so many times. Like, I'll leave without the chips that I what ordered the? and yeah. paid for. This is pizza. I've also, <laughs> I've, I've ordered food to the Chipotle in Rio Grande, New Jersey when I was going to the one in Newtown Square. So I'm like, you know what? I can't. It's been a nightmare. Fool me once. Shame on me. And it's been shame on me forever. Steve, uh, I love that idea. This is a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I ordered a burrito. <laughs> is there a pizza burrito? You guys have Probably. a pizza. Oh, oh yeah, wait. They're, well, it's similar. That's like, like, like a pizza roll. Yeah, the Philadelphia taco is uh, Lorenzo's Pizza. No, that food truck that was at camp out. They made pizza burritos. Well, it was it was a cone, but I mean that's essentially what it was. It was in the shape of a cone. I, Wait, I, I let do me that. let me finish Casey's thought. The South Philly uh, taco. taco. It's a Lorenzo's pizza. You you take a cheesesteak and yes. you wrap it. Uh, you wrap the outside of it with a slice of Lorenzo's. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's it's a lot of eating. Yeah, it's a whole <laughs> lot of eating. Yeah. So what if you had like a flour tortilla? And made a like a I like that idea. pizza burrito. Yeah, so so you know Nobody pepperoni cheese right. uh, sauce. Um, I noticed the owner's just become the connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody's got to make that. Yeah, uh, Nick, up. do a search on uh, pizza burrito. Preston, right. you're you're always uh, cooking at home, and you guys are a little bit more inclined to make the stuff there. Do are, are there any of these Grubhub services or anything that you use occasionally at home? No, I don't think we have them out my way uh, because of the distance. Yeah. You probably do, but you probably pay a premium for I, them. I remember looking once or twice, just a couple times. They're like, "Do not serve that area," and I'm like, oh. "Okay, we'll forget it." So that was years ago, and I've never gone to it. Wait, right. what, for, like, Grubhub or something? Yeah. Um, okay. I, I I'm kind of out in the boonies. I think that it's all, my whole uh, paying for shipping thing, but I, I think I've used it once or twice, one of those <laughs> services. I think I use Caviar, and I don't, because of the, the, the fee that you get, yeah. And then the fee, the, the prices are uh, higher than if you were to just go to the restaurant. Jump in the car just go and go there and pick it up. And pick it up, yeah. yeah. And I then use it also, all the time. But then I, doesn't the, I think the restaurant gets less. Well, here's the deal. Like, there's a restaurant that I that I love that and, and healthy food and Mediterranean diet and all that stuff. And, and they, they put a, a flyer in the package that the uh, caviar, now it's caviar and uh, dash, um, Dining Dash, whatever that is. DoorDash. DoorDash. DoorDash, right. So they, they call your caviar deliverers dashers in the in the app. The difference is that, so a lot of those places that I love, they, they'll even put a little flyer in the bag saying, hey, why don't you, we're close enough, why don't you come here? But I'm, but I'm like, I'm right, if I'm that close, why can't you just deliver? I would use your delivery service. Yeah. Well, and a couple, yeah. some of the restaurants, they push you to those sites. Like, there's one that I love by my house, and mm. it, it sends directly to one of those delivery services. So well, One of them is in Maniunk, and, and really the only, at the time that I'd be going to get it, I would have to be a, you know, <laughs> SEAL Team 6 yeah, yeah, to yeah. find parking. <laughs> there's yeah. also um, an aspect to Grubhub that I have become a, just slightly aware of, and that is the, the Ghost Kitchen Grubhub. So you might scary. Think, you, you, no, you you think you might be ordering from so like our friend Wilson Secret Sauce. Right? Yes, that it, they're just Secret Sauce. They're on Township Line in Delaware, uh, De, uh, Delaware County. 
Apparently, somebody is using their name and cooking out of a ghost kitchen in, like, King of Prussia. So you Son think you're bitch. ordering Grubhub uh, Wilson's, and it's not. It's it's a it's, different place. It's it's a shell game. Shell game. It's still uh, game. A number of people are texting in saying, yes, uh, Skipback and, and uh, Harleysville and uh, Telford, you can get it, but it's, it's expensive. Yeah, and if you order, by, by the way, a lot of them will do, uh, like, at the height of the request time, if you're ordering at a certain time. The Kathy, those delivery fees skyrocket. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, other than burritos, and by the way, across the United States, uh, people ordered over 4 million burritos with ingredients served in bowls or wrapped in tortillas. Mm. Uh, but the dish wasn't the only filling food that people were craving. Number two on the list were cheeseburgers. Number three, cheese pizza. Yeah. Uh, number four, pad thai. Uh, and number five, chicken quesadillas. So those are the top ones. What's the, when you order, I assume the, when you, you place an order for delivery, if you do pizza at your place? Yeah. 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 yeah pizza's about the only thing that we'll yeah. have delivered. And we very rarely do that. That's only if like we're having, you know, like one of my kids is having a bunch of friends over or something like that. You have teenagers that you can send out to go get it. Totally. Yeah. 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 Uh, so here are some, uh, some breakdowns of the, uh, the top foods. Uh, so the top breakfast food per Grubhub, uh, sausage, egg, and cheese sandwich. I never yeah. think of, to me, those things are always like a dinner service. I never think of mm-hmm. Grubhub for breakfast and right. or lunch. Uh, top lunch food is burrito. Top late night food, chicken quesadillas. Top dessert, tiramisu. Oh, that's your favorite. Love tiramisu. Top alcohol is beer. Uh, the Who, top coffee is iced coffee. Who huh. delivers beer? Don't know. Yeah. It would depend on what state service, you're in, I assume. Yeah. Uh, and the top trending cuisine, Australian. Australian? Well, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Pies, what? Yeah. Australian cuisine. What do they call them? Dimmies? Do you ever have a dimmy? Even not. Dimmies like a meat pie? Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, wasn't there a basketball player? Or uh, ben Simmons. Uh, yeah, he is uh, uh, Bruce Willis's ex-wife. That's Demi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, those are okay. I, mean, I haven't you know, had one. I yeah. want to try one. They basically just looks like an empanada, really. Yeah, they they dropped some off here uh, when he was... Uh, yeah, I didn't want to do that one. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you guys like pho? P-H-O? Pho? People have mentioned it. No, I like Q. Yeah. <laughs> pho is delicious, yeah. and I've ordered that. Uh, there's some good pho places. <laughs> I just like saying pho. Yeah. Uh, but yes. no, it's, it's delicious. I, it's it, Vietnamese. It's, I've only had it a couple times. Yeah. It's really good. Now, it, it looks like it's pronounced pho, P-H-O. Correct. Uh, there's a place, King of Prussia Mall, that, that focuses on that. It's and, next to the <laughs> place. <laughs> I like ordering it because it, you get you get all your ingredients separately. So uh, I don't like, care for ordering a cheeseburger uh, because I feel like uh, the quality is diminished. When you order pho online. What is pho, by the way? It's a Vietnamese soup, soup and you can right. add a, a bunch of different noodles. Steve, you can get it spicy. It's it's kind of like. Ch- uh, sort of, yeah. Sort of like a Chinese soup. Interesting things that go in it, like lime and, and yeah. mint and. and uh, and caulk. Oh, right. I don't want to Hold the caulk, please. Italian caulk. <laughs> Too much. Like uh, a Give it a black cock. Yeah. This stuff is very binding. Um, I like black cock soup. Yeah. It's good stuff. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, those were the top food trends uh, from Grubhub in uh, particular. Uh, by the way, um, Marissa wrote this down. Uh, Drizzly and GoPuff deliver a beer. That's right. Yes. Thank you, Marissa. And they have a meat pie stand at the link if you want to try it there. Mm, that's nice. good meat pie. That is yummy meat pie. Do you have any ham coffee? <laughs> I'd rather have hair pie. <laughs> All right. So let's see here. Kansas universities may scrap their algebra graduation requirement because... 
too many students fail the course. Oh, my God. Mm. And according to uh, a report, it said about one in three Kansas students fails college algebra the first time around. Some take it several times before they pass. Others get so frustrated that they drop out altogether. And with that, the Kansas Board of Regents is considering alternative requirements such as statistics and quantitative reasoning under what's called a math pathways program. Isn't that harder? Well, the vast, the vice president of academic affairs so. said, and this is what I found was interesting, says we're sending the majority of students down the college algebra road, which is really not necessary. It's not practical. It's not really needed, and it is not relevant for their field. So, in when I my mathematics course throughout my education was algebra, calculus that you'd end up taking in your different years of right. high school. You ever take uh, statistics? It's never took statistics. Very different math. Yeah. And uh, I was really good at algebra pre-cal calculus in high school. And then I took statistics in college and got slammed by it. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a totally different approach to math, and it's really difficult. Okay, so if you're not going to be an engineer, yeah. why do you need to know these things? You don't. I yeah. mean, you know. Uh, you're uh, supposed to have, like, a broad. St- and, like, oh, you know, and I understand yeah. the, the, the point of high but school. you don't have to take broad. Is to throw this stuff at you and, and see what sticks yeah. and, and what will work for you, you know, down the road. I didn't take statistics. But... It wasn't necessary for my major at yeah, all. But, I, but I did have to. It, right. But right. you do have to fulfill a math requirement. If right. you're going to become an engineer. If you, right. Well, you found out, Preston. You, what, what was the, you, what you took? Um, oh, astronomy. Astronomy. You realized how much. There's a lot of math in this. It's all physics. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so I, I math, I was just okay at. I mean, I, I never made it to calculus. I did uh, algebra, um, algebra two, and geometry, and then after that, I was done. I used to be able to help my son with his math homework, and he's in uh, pre-calc and statistics right now. And uh, it's just like, yeah, all right, good luck, buddy. Yeah, like I never even tried trigonometry. I never, which yeah, I think was the next trig before calculus. Right? Yeah. They're related. Calculus I was, I was good at. I but see, I was good at trigonometry. I did great in that. I got to calculus, and I was like. I don't know what the hell's going on. Probably. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, it's one step up, you know. Well, uh, but they. I, I guess for this this particular, um, is it I, possible I, 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 to I, dumb down the curriculum? I, well, well, I don't know. They they want to they want to get rid of. I don't think they're dumbing it down. They just want to get rid of that of algebra. Right. Uh, you stink. And said that, uh, yeah, Casey, they said the requirements, uh, alternative requirements such as statistics and quantitative reasoning. Mm. What's quantitative reasoning? Is that another branch off of statistics, maybe? Sounds like something with a, yeah. a, a more logic-based bent. Uh, the Pathways program aims to accelerate students' We're path getting rid of adverbs. through development math and enables them to take different <laughs> paths uh, through the math curriculum depending on their course of study. See, so, I can't even tell you what an adverb is. Give me know, an example of an adverb. A, it's a modified uh, Chevy. verb. Uh, or, or is it a modified adjective? It's an adjective yeah. used to apply, uh, used to describe either an adjective or a verb. So if I ran quickly, quickly yes. is the adjective. Right. Is the, I'm sorry, is the adverb. Right. But uh, that car is quick. Quick is an adjective. I so just remember lolly, 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 get your adverbs here. Do you remember that? No. You don't remember that? No. no. It's a great rock. Lolly, no. lolly, lolly, get your, your adverbs, adverbs here. here. <laughs> quickly, 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 get your adverbs here. You've got the moon. Halfway through my expl- explanation, you're on uh, Schoolhouse Rock. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, literally, that's that's how the brains work, you know? Like, that's, that's the crap that you remember. To oh, be honest, man. though, if you're talking about the applicability of a lot of the things that you learned, we're living in a world where a lot has changed and where, uh, you know, I, I guess I can understand revising. But if you were to look at the classic educations of years ago, 
um, you know, uh, what what people went through, the, the amount of studying, when handwriting or the ability to... Oh, yeah. All of that stuff was stuff you were graded on. I, forget it. When, it. when I have to think of what an adverb is or an adjective yeah. or interjections or any of those things... Conjunction, I, junction. Conjunctions, I immediately go to Schoolhouse Rock in my Chlamydia mind. Chlamydia Cydia. <laughs> Wait, what? I forgot that one. <laughs> That's the STD lesson. <laughs> yes. Oh, I All didn't right. know they did science. That's cool. All right. So, anyway. All right. Uh, I noticed something else. So, the original animatronic model used to bring E.T. to life in the film sold this weekend for $2.6 million. Wow. I um, don't have that. Uh, the item. I'm simply a, uh, uh, what am I? A botanist. A botanist on my home planet of... The Queef item <laughs> was sold. Queef Splat, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, the item was sold as uh, part of a two day mega sale put on by Julianne's Auctions and Turner Classic Movies. It included more than 1,300 props, and they had some big stuff. They had so, some really cool stuff. Yeah, uh, De Niro's Raging Bull boxing gloves. Yep. Uh, and uh, Molnir, a Thor's hammer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, was up for, for grabs as well. But the highest ticket item was. E.T. It looks like E.T. after being starved to death because it's basically just the structure underneath. Oh, the the metal, yeah, it's a yeah. metal frame. Right. Oh, I, wow. that, uh, when E.T. gets sick, that, that part always scared me. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that sickly body? You were scared. I, was, I, I died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it kind of turned like a grayish oh. color. Yeah, I know. You went to France and got sick. I almost died. Yeah. Poor bastard. Uh, with 85 <clears throat> mechanical joints, uh, nearly everything moves on the E.T. model. Oh, um, yeah, everything moves there, right? Uh, from the eyes to the neck and, of course, the pointy finger that was held aloft. My seven-foot dung. Uh, you have a seven- Close up like a fire hose in my abdomen. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know that. Huh. Cool. It rolls up? Yeah. Wow. It contracts? That's pretty crazy. You, you need a couple guys to hold it because it starts flipping around like a crazy snake. Okay. Uh, it says a uh, maquette of E.T. What is a maquette? Uh, uh, like a mock-up. Okay. Also sold for $125,000. Carlo Rambaldi was the guy who built this thing for Steven Spielberg, and he had done a lot of work on um, Close Encounters. He mm-hmm. built these articulated things. They were very impressive. So the uh, a guy that we hung out at Michael Giacchino's with, uh, Kirk Thatcher, he had uh, he designed the arms. Yeah. Uh, and he told us that story while we were there. Yeah, he was also or instrumental. He painted them or something along the And way. he was instrumental in the design of the Sarlacc pit for yeah. uh, Return of the Jedi. Oh, Isn't yeah. that amazing? Yeah. And now the physical stuff, effects. And now this stuff just goes for millions of dollars yeah. on occasion. Oh, my God. Yeah, if you have stuff like this... I, um, I blew Caroline's mind uh, a few weeks ago. We watched... Uh, we're going back and watching some movies that yeah, she's yeah. never seen. And so I, I was like, have you ever seen Little Shop of Horrors? Oh, God, yeah. No, I'm like, well, let's watch this. And so we're watching it, and I go... Interesting fact, I go, this is not CGI. This is a practical <laughs> yeah. puppet. And the the movements that that, she was blown <laughs> away. And then I showed you Carter, and he's yeah. sitting there going, wait, what? <laughs> wow. That's a... That's an actual puppet in yeah, there, and, yeah. and so uh, they, they were blown away by how that thing operated. So there is a uh, uh, a YouTube channel that I follow. It is is a guy who's totally committed to the practice, you know, to highlighting the the craftsmanship of the physical effects of movies like that. Things that didn't use CGI. Now, mind you, there's wonderful CGI yeah. effects experts, but there there needs to be a tip of the hat to the people that did this stuff prior 
to that stuff and made it look real. Uh, a few of the other things that uh, hit the auction were the uh, staff that Charleston H- Charlton Heston used uh, to part the Red Sea in the Ten Commandments. That, that went for $448,000. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's, yeah. yeah. That's, you know, Moses' moneymaker. Yeah, totally. And uh, Gots to have my stick. It's it's about as long as E.T.'s penis. Yeah, I've been right. Uh, so, yeah, that went for $448,000. Uh, and Daniel Radcliffe's uh, Nimbus 2000 broomstick. Really? Uh, from Harry Potter uh, went for $128,000. I'm surprised it didn't go for more. Yeah, me too. The, the Harry Potter like like fan base, would see, I, I thought that that would drive the price up more. Yeah. You know what, though? There's probably so many um, decent replicas. Yeah. Um, that you got to have the uh, the foot, you know, the the uh, the foot placements, the uh, I guess the uh, stirrups. Yeah, um, they're, it's very cool. Yeah. Uh, so if you look at the effects of that early, that first movie, you know, where they're doing Quidditch with the playing Quidditch. Yeah, it's it's nice, but I mean, they could do so much better now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. As the movies progress, not yeah. that long ago, because I, I finished the entire series. I'm like, okay, well, now I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and watch. Right, the right. And there's a there's a huge leap uh, from the first movie to say like the fourth. Uh, and but at the time when that first movie it was came state out, of the like, art. this is amazing. Yeah. They, that game, that movie came out, and there was a game too that was pretty decent. Yeah, the big thrill, we had it. playing Quidditch. Yeah, flying around Hogwarts on the broom. It was awesome. We loved that game. Yeah. It was on uh, PlayStation Three. Or I think something so. Like yeah, that. yeah. Uh, but uh, we got a real kick out of that one. So, uh, yeah, thirteen props. Uh, went up for sale. I wonder if someday I'll Under my skeleton. I'll uh, I'll look into buying some Ghouls. small piece of of some famous movie. That what I movie? Love. Is it tough one? What uh, movie would you most want a, 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 a right. an item from? And what would it be? Can you think of it now, or is it just well, a wealth of things? I mean, like you know, Thor's hammer. That's yeah. that'd be a pretty amazing horse hammer. If but if I <laughs> horse hammer. If I if I went for something from like my favorite movie, yeah, like The Breakfast Club, what would you get? Probably Bender's denim jacket, maybe. Wow. Oh, what about like one that? of the uh, pick the picture of the the janitor when he was like a uh, in the, the beginning, beginning of the movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Man of the Year. Yeah. What about Ali Sheedy's skull? Is that up for sale? No, no. She's no still, you gotta wait till she dies. Yeah, well, um, yeah, there'd be. What else would be memorable from that? What about you? What Kubrick movie would you want to get a piece from? Well, do you think? Do you think that would be it? Yeah. Well, one of one? them would be. I would love to get a any one of the original ships from two thousand one. Um, any one in the in the opening sequence, the the discovery itself, that long centipede looking ship at the end of the movie. I would I would do. I tell you what, I'd really love to get is the ship from Forbidden Planet. Okay, that is such an iconic. You know, spaceship, and it just to me that's one of the great movies of all time. And it just it's everything science fiction. What about? And I know it's kind of plain, but the uh, the obelisk or whatever. It's yes, called. absolutely. Um, In fact, they, there was a company that was making life size replicas of it uh, for like ten thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, you, you do. I I mean, probably the one that I'm most interested in getting is that Forbidden Planet ship. Okay, you know, but I there's a company that makes them. Um, I, I could buy it, but I'd also have to secure a divorce lawyer uh, <laughs> at the same time. Anybody else? I'd love it, like the the golden snitch from Harry Potter. That'd be okay. that'd be a cool. That's a cool, yeah. You know, and it's small, so you can actually like, store it in your house and hide it from your and hide it from your. Yeah, right, exactly. I was just gonna say this, this stuff takes up space. <laughs> See, Kathy, collecting there, dust. There is a version pressing of that ship that I'm talking about that is 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 like four feet across. 
And uh, this is no way you can hide that. Kathy, what about like uh, Rizzo's pink lady jacket or something like that? Ooh. Pink lady jacket. My closet is so full. Oh, like, shut up. Right. Give me a picture of it. <laughs> that stupid jacket. <laughs> God. Would you ever wear anything from a like a, from a movie? Uh, the gimp mask from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah, I, I know the gimp. I can text bring that out, back. Bring out Romano. <laughs> if it looked good, yeah. Like if it, I'm sweating in here. Nick, there's stop bothering me. There's some like you know vintage clothing that people wear that's absolutely gorgeous. But then there are people that try to do it, and you're like, that is so old, and there's holes in it. You know what I mean? What about it just shouldn't be worn. Kathy, what about the prop that was Rose's necklace from Titanic? <laughs> yeah, um, the heart of the ocean. Because that's your you. Or what about from Dirty place. Dancing? What about uh, well, well? There's really nothing that is it. That necklace is kind of tacky. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Even she that. let it go. She yeah. threw it out. Not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a girl. Case yeah. <laughs> thing makes me look like a whore. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, think... I did. Oh, sorry, Case. Before we got you, I did actually wear uh, Sandy's outfit the other day. It just wasn't vintage. Oh, the pants. Right. Yes. Yeah, when I oh my god, Sandy, you had like uh, Cassie. Yeah, <laughs> although you were wearing a white top, right? I was Sandy. You're right, Case. I could I should have put a leather jacket on, and then I would have been good. Uh, I think maybe uh, if we're going to go for a bigger item, maybe Pee Wee Herman's bike from uh, oh, Big Adventure. Oh, oh that's yes, cool. well, so we, dude. We used to have a replica of that at yeah. a radio station I worked at, and oh. we had enough room like here that I could ride around all the time. I mean, it was a complete 100% replica wow. of that thing. It was awesome. So, I loved you know, it. Also be, uh, so, yes, that makes sense. I thought of another one, the the uh, the brie- James Bond's briefcase. So I'm spitting James Bond's briefcase from uh, from Russia with Love that had the knife in it okay. and, and uh, you know, the explosive uh, locks, all that stuff. And that's a little bit more compact. Case, I think the bike is an awesome idea. There's got to be somebody who does replicas of that bike. Maybe, but I remember as a you know a, a youngster coming up uh, the Kerbeck house, right? So the guy uh, Kerbeck uh, cars. Yeah, yeah. He had a house uh, in Ocean City that was like right up on the beach, and there was always Lamborghinis or Ferraris in his driveway. But one day the garage door was open, and there was a Pee Wee Herman bike in there, Jesus. and I. Was you were thinking steal about it, it. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. We would have called you Francis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, hang on a second. What? I have something for you. Okay. Francis. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, anyhow, so that the sale is over with, but, you know, the movie props pop up from time to time, and you can, if you got the dough. There are sites where you, you, you can perpetually find things um, yeah. you know, um, up for, for uh, auction, but yeah. uh, th- this, these were some of the heavy hitters. All right, uh, that's it. I'm done noticing. Notice, notice he's done. Yeah. Bid uh, farewell. Goodbye, noticer for 2022. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Thank you. See you in the new year, noticer. Actually, I'll see you tomorrow at the Christmas Miracle Live broadcast if you're caller number 25 oh, oh, it's a right now. Miracle. All right, caller 25-215-263-WMMR. You get to go to the event, and you never know. You might get called up on stage to participate in our trivia contest. So call right now, 215-263-WMMR. So keep in mind, you have to be there early tomorrow morning. And you can bring a friend with you, uh, but only your name will go into the cage that we draw from uh, to get up on uh, the stage. But we have uh, various other prizes that uh, can be won for everyone. And we'll be at Parks Casino. It is the Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition. So come and get it. More giveaways through the morning. We'll be back in a second. Bizarre File on the way. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok.
Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's do B-File. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre File. Brought to you by Red Robin. The holiday gifts are all wrapped. Give the gift of yum with a $25 Red Robin holiday gift card. And get a $5 bonus buck reward for you now through December 31st. Red Robin. Yum. Thank you. All right, so a man (laughs) suffered serious injuries from an alligator bite after he decided to wash his hands in a pond. Yes. Alligator bit my hand. Oh, my God. Uh, The Sanibel (laughs) Police Department said officers responded to a 911 call on Thursday morning. The caller told police he was bit by an alligator. When they arrived, first responders rushed to put a tourniquet on his wounds. Like, it was bad. Very bad. Uh, Officers said that the man by the pond was washing his hands... When the alligator attacked him, biting down on his right arm, uh, the man was able to free himself and rushed to call 911. Uh, first responder said the man had a serious injury to his right forearm. He was taken to a nearby hospital by paramedics. Uh, state trapper captured the alligator, and it will be euthanized. I saw my mom and sister have an alligator in their pond. Did you see it? I saw I saw his eyes. Oh, really? Uh, sticking up out of the water. So I named him. Yeah. His name's Yahtzee. <laughs> Why Yahtzee? Because the weekend that we saw in there, we were playing Yahtzee. Oh, okay. And I thought it was, and that's something you yell, Yahtzee! I like it. So, thank you. All right, uh, a 60-year-old woman from Washington was likely killed by an aggressive shark as she and her husband snorkeled 50 yards from shore. He farted in my face. Whoa. Wow, man, that the, the shark. shark. So that's probably, they, they yeah. lull you into a state of unconsciousness. Uh, and then they come in for the kill once they fart in your face. So this was uh, near Maui. They were only 50 yards off the shore. Oh, wow. that that's is not the farting far. sharks. No. Uh, the woman's husband told investigators that uh, he and his wife were not snorkeling right next to one another. And he could only see her from time to time as wow. a shark circled him. He said he continued looking for his wife and thought that she may have been diving toward the ocean floor. He told officers the shark swam off while he continued looking for his wife uh, by popping his head up out of the water and scanning the surface. He didn't. He did spot something in the distance, and then the shark came back and he could see something red around the shark's gills. Oh, oh no! Man. At that time, he said uh, people on the beach began yelling at him to get out of the water because the shark was feeding in the area. The husband's statement was corroborated by an eyewitness on the beach. Uh, the eyewitness saw the shark's large mouth continuing to feed on something in the middle of the red cloud in the water. Oh. How horrible is that? So it seems like there's been a fair amount of shark attack stories in yeah. and around the Hawaiian Islands. Yeah, there has. Uh, the woman's name has not been released, but according to the U.S. Coast Guard, an active search off South Maui was suspended following 17 searches over the course of 40 hours. It covered an area of 306 miles. That's horrible. They, they didn't find her. More than likely, the shark ate her. Yeah. It's horrible. Huh. A Tennessee black bear walked 1,000 miles just to eat off of the same picnic table. 
On Wednesday, a local broadcast news channel in Knoxville reported the story of a determined black bear that had traveled across four states to return to its favorite feeding grounds at a campsite in Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Where are you going, bear? Going to the Smoky Mountains. Uh, the initial episode happened in June when, when uh, wake up. officials received complaints that a female black bear was grabbing food off of picnic tables, sniffing trash cans, and even stealing backpacks. Wildlife crews uh, trapped the animal, relocated her a thousand miles to an area of uh, to the area of uh, South Cherokee National Forest in Georgia. Uh, scientists labeled the bear uh, number six hundred nine and attached a geolocating device to it. Wildlife biologists tracked bear six hundred nine as she proceeded to walk across Georgia. South Carolina, wow. and North Carolina, awesome. and then into Tennessee. Come on, everybody. Well, I will walk by. And eventually returning to the campsite where it had been trapped. Talk about focus. Yeah, Bill Stiver, one of the wildlife biologists, said this it was definitely one of the most bizarre movements that I've ever seen. Just, just myopically heading to one destination. Yeah. Uh, she never slowed down. She just kept going. Uh, Stiver said the bear's journey is the longest he'd seen among relocated individuals. Typically, bears will walk upwards of 200 miles to return to familiar territory. How do they even find their way? I gotta imagine, like, uh, GPS. Yeah. yeah. No, so I was... Um, Ways? There ended up... There was a bear in Clifton Heights uh, last year, earlier this year. Like, how the freak... Does a bear end up in Clifton? You know how many, like, urban areas have to go through? Yeah. They, well, somebody, you know, they're way smarter than me. Uh, yeah, they follow creeks. They do. So, you know? Okay, sure. It happens. That, that's why, oh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you'll, again, people say in this area, how do we end up with these animals in this parking lot? Well, they're, yeah. they're following that sort of stuff. And where there are patches of forest, yeah. they'll kind of jump from them, you know? Yeah, yeah. So It'll this happen. One, this one made it a 1,000 miles. There was a hippo in the lobby this morning. Insane. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Uh, a man is facing charges after investigators said more than 100 animals were rescued from deplorable conditions inside his home. Uh, and it's it's an interesting array of animals. Prosecutors charge Larry McAdoo uh, after officers were called to his we home. We guess what I McAdoo. <laughs> uh, for an animal cruelty complaint. Uh, Karen uh, Sparapani. Uh, the executive director of the Milwaukee Area Domestic Animal Control Commission said, I'd never seen anything like it. It was like Noah's Ark. It had everything. Officer said, and listen to this list of, okay. you will not believe this list of animals. Yeah. They found 25 dogs, 23 birds, including chickens, ducks, parakeets, a turkey, and a macaw, God. 14 rats, 8 hamsters, 7 hedgehogs, 6 lizards, 6 rabbits, Five guinea pigs, four cats, four chinchillas, three tortoises, two alligators, two snakes, a goat, a ferret, and a raccoon inside of the house. All right, and how many of those were alive? Uh, All of them. (laughs) What? Yeah, so... Six gerbils, two cats, a hamster, and a rabbit. Rescuers said that removing uh, some of the animals, specifically the longhorn goat... Oh, my God. It was extremely difficult as the animal tried to headbutt animal control officers. That's what they do. They say getting him out of the attic was a challenge because it was not like you can put him on a leash. The animals overall were described as friendly and not aggressive. Oh. He said that they said they were all friendly and socialized. Uh, they're all... Uh, and who are you? They're, they're all placeable, and that's not typical with the traditional type of case. So well, that's these good animals news. were dead, yeah. and they were in decent condition... Uh, investigators said, though, that some of the reptiles were being kept in temperatures too cold for the species and Look, said the alligators were in a 60-gallon tank with filthy water. The guy had the best of intentions. He's 
He's just an idiot. And what kind of animal are you, sir? I am a uh, hamster. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for being a spokesperson. No, it's no problem. The crew. Uh, a turtle found at the home was described as becoming deformed from the conditions in its tank. Oh, and you're was, deformed. Uh, signs of metabolic bone disease. Huh. Uh, but uh, Sparapani, Sparapani said that the... I'm naked. Can you spare a panty? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that the home's owner was uh, paying people who believed had been caring for the animals. Uh, uh, McAdoo told police that he helps... T- <laughs> I love these names. Spare a panty. Wackadoo said that uh, the police... Told police that he helped... Spare panties. Come in here and help me. He helps find uh, homes for dogs. Be right there, Wackadoo. And tried to blame the home's condition on three teenagers who didn't clean up. Uh, the property has been boarded up, and a notice on the door says the property is unfit to live in, citing unsanitary conditions. Did they mention what kind of smell they were greeted with? No, it didn't yeah. indicate. And there you go. That's what I have in Bizarre File for you this morning. Okay, let's do another one of these. We only have two left, and I'm giving away one now. It is the Preston Steve Christmas Miracle. It's a Christmas Miracle! Wow. Live broadcast is taking place tomorrow morning, Parks Casino, and let's get you caller number 21 at 215-263-WMMR on the list. You can bring a friend. It starts nice and early, and we hope to see you there because we got great prizes to give away. Really good stuff, Casey. It's good stuff. Running down some of the packages that we have, uh, your opportunity to win. So we're looking forward to it. Uh, and let's have that uh, caller happen right now, and we'll come back in a moment, and we'll give away another one before the morning is up. Stay with us. We'll return shortly. Cue the jingle. Holiday activities. Hey, it's Kathy Romano from the Preston and Steve Show. Feeling festive? I've got 10 brand new holiday activities for you to check out. Go to PrestonandSteve.com for the full list of Kathy's holiday activities. So I want to put a twist on something. We've talked about, uh, you know, every year around this time of year, we try to help people out finding some gifts uh, that they're having a difficulty tracking down. And we thought it might be kind of fun uh, if we throw this out there to the listening audience uh, for people to share with us. Like a badass gift you got somebody, like a uh, right, a unique gift my, that you would like to share the idea with other people. You right. know what I mean? Like my husband loves um, fly casting and or fishes as uh, a fisherman. What can I get him that'd be something cool or different or something bizarre? Yeah, or something that's just inquire. You know, unique. Some direction. I think I find that you talk about being able to locate a gift being frustrating. Being able to come up with one for oh, a lot of people. Yeah. I find that more yeah. more difficult, personally. Right. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. If you want to share a great gift idea, we're all ears. And, and there are tons of people listening right now. We still have a few more people on their list, to, or, or maybe their entire list to go through. we got a couple days. And yeah. they're just looking for something that sparks an idea. And yeah. that's what we want to do. Yeah, I mean, I think might right now might be too late to do something that's personalized. but uh, You can just write it in uh, yeah. Magic Marker. No, but like press... <laughs> Uh, you know, for for the golfer, right? There's a thousand things that you can get them, right? Um, but when you can make something and, and personalize it, it's it's makes it even better. Impressed? You did something for your buddy where you got him uh, club head covers. Yes. And I think that that is a, a brilliant, great, thoughtful gift idea. They were personalized. So yeah. uh, what is now the that, turnaround on something like that? Oh, that took like a month. So there's no way you're going to be able to come up with that. No. no. That's just yeah. crazy. Talk. So th- that, yeah. was, uh, that was not just an embroidered name or something like that. That was an entire logo that I had created, and they had to uh, embroider it on there. And, so. and you whittled his entire set of clubs. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. did. It's a new venture that I'm getting into. Um, this is a, a little less. I mean, this would be easy to do. You could still do it, but... Um, 
Um, I did it for somebody this year for a Pollyanna, and then um, I actually received something similar um, a few years ago, but uh, your favorite coffee shop. So I went to Dunkin' and I got, um, you know, the coffees, the curate, the, you know, the little pods, all of that stuff, and yeah. then the merchandise cups. There was a water bottle, a coffee mug, a travel mug. Like so you got like that. a whole... So you actually essentially put together, like for the Christmas Miracle, you put together a themed... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, a big Dunkin' Those are basket. hits. Yeah. yeah. That's a good yeah. idea. In case you wanted to add something well, else? Well, yeah. So in addition to the golf thing, what I found, and, and you can personalize this, but not in a way, Steve, that it makes it like you're not going to be able to get it. But uh, so they had these little stencils for golf balls. Right. And so... You know, like, a, you can get, like, initials and stuff like that. So when you have your golf ball, you just take a Sharpie and you use a stencil, and each one of your golf balls huh. that you can get can be personalized with your initials on it. stencils for my balls. <laughs> um, and so, Casey, okay, you can do it yourself? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. All right uh, I'm going to go to Gloria. Hi, Gloria. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, Gloria. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Merry Christmas. Same to you. So you got something unique. You wanted to share this as a gift yes, idea. I got a helicopter flying lesson. Ooh. But I never got to use or well, he never got to use it because of the pandemic. So So but helicopter he flying lessons. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Has he has he has he has he wondered out loud about uh wanting to fly helicopters? You know, you know what when we first met, I um he's got this huge tattoo on his back of like the army scene and he always was into that and oh. I wanted to do a flying like a flight around the city but then I found that they did the um, lessons too. You go up there for like a half an hour and then they let you fly it no, you're right. Some th- experiential things are always a go-to. Um, yeah. You know, uh, just uh, I'm yeah. trying to get an idea, and it, it sounds like he would be into that. He just yeah. hasn't had a chance to make good and, on it. And is that local? Yeah, kind of. I think it's down the Northeast Airport. It's called Adrenaline. I think the company is. But Adrenaline. All right. I like that. Thank yeah. you, yeah. Gloria. That's a Very good idea. idea. He loved it. Oh, all right. Awesome. Ever since. Cool. Yeah, Thanks, Gloria. Take yeah. care. With uh, Steve, with my mom being 75, like, I want to get her more experiential things than anything else. I fly? Yeah, well, no, but she doesn't <laughs> need stuff anymore. She sure, already has sure. stuff, so right. I just want to get her these experiences. I think that's... Yeah. Well, what... A, I mean... You know what actually is cool? That's all I want. I don't want yeah. any more stuff at all, period. So, like, if you're ever in the market for me, I'm going to make this segment about me. I... Uh, no, like, all I want is experiential stuff, because, yeah. like, to, to me, like, I don't need another... Please, I, I want to go out yeah. and do some cool right. things. You Thanks know? Yeah. tell me now. That's one llama. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. No, I, I want to experience what it's like to have a swim spa in my backyard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For, for example, yeah. what would it be like right. to own a swim spa yeah. and experience? Let me, go, like. let me go to Erica. <laughs> Hi, Erica. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? Great, Erica. All right, so interesting gift idea. You're going to share this. Yes, and it's an experience, so everyone get excited. Right. Um <laughs> I got my uh, in-laws accordion lessons. Accordion <laughs> lessons. <laughs> Are they? It a- was also a Groupon. Okay, so uh, Erica. So- why? Yeah. <laughs> why? Okay, yes. so really, honestly, why was because the very first year I overdid it. I I uh, got them a gift that I could never um, have gotten it better. Yeah. Like I by accident, I didn't realize what I was doing. So after that, I was like, you know what? It's all about experiences because, again, they don't need anything. So and you're saying you got them such a good gift the first time exactly. around, you purposefully got them bad gifts. Hey, they liked it. Oh, okay. 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 All right. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Accordion, yes. If, especially if they're into accordion. 
Don't just assume they'll be. All right, so take that as uh, <laughs> music uh, music lessons. So yeah. this is if, something... if somebody showed an interest in an instrument, right. open the door for them to get some lessons. I There's... got you an accordion. <laughs> awesome. Have I ever mentioned I like that? Uh, there are things you can do that are, though, uh, even if you don't want to pay for lessons, there are things like um, apps that will go on your iPad right. that you can set ab- above the keyboard that will teach you how to play. Right. Kath, what uh, <coughs> would you like uh, ballroom dancing lessons? Um, I didn't love ballroom dancing. No, okay. it, it was it was fun, but um, no, I I love the salsa much more. Okay. okay. Oh my balls! Okay. But what if you and Dennis did it together? No. No. Okay. What if you and I did it together? Yeah. No. What about me and you? How about a sexual surrogate for you two? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I will go next to Ooh, that took a load off. Krista. Hi, Krista. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Hey, what's up, Krista? Not much. So I just wanted to share that I like to do something special just for me. So I'll paint um, like ceramics or I might buy wooden letters for a person's last name and maybe make something special out of that. Okay. And then it's also something personal for me that I did for that person or the people that I'm giving it to. And have, have, have the people you've given it to been convincing and pulling off gratitude. Steve hates handmade gifts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah most of the people that I give it no. to, I have to say that they, they enjoy it. No, I understand, if, especially if you're no, you good don't. at it. Um, but it's it's like, yeah, yeah you again, have you have to be it. sure that you're good at it and, and, and do that. You know, one of the... Thanks, Krista. One year, um, and we were talking about the things with the SEPTA um, uh, gift shop, Preston, yes. Uh, one year, Marissa got me uh, these just little plaques. One said Maniunk and one said Mount Airy of the, the towns that I've lived oh, okay. in. And th- those, that's a great idea. That's you know, thoughtful. sometimes that's just something, yeah, yeah, that you can, you know, hang up. We're looking for thoughtful gifts, interesting gifts. We're going to go to Morgan next. Morgan, good morning. Good morning, it. Is it Ann Gorski's birthday yet? No. No, yet. not yet. But we'll, it'll be here before you know it, and your shopping days will run out. What's going on, Morgan? What do you want to share with us? One of the interesting gifts that I have that, like, piggybacking off the experiences is I have two older brothers that have young kids, and my brother-in-law has a little girl. Um, Last year, I got them all zoo memberships to the Elmwood Park Zoo. It's awesome. It it always kind of, like, I have three older brothers. My husband has three brothers. It gets so expensive buying for our brothers, our in-laws, and the kids, and it was really nice to give them the zoo membership because they could go as many times as a year. Um, the zoo, the Elmwood Park Zoo, at least you can get bring a guest or two, and right. you get to um, get like food and drink all day, and they have like a petting zoo and stuff like that for the little kids. I love it. Excellent, Morgan. Thank you. That's so, a terrific idea. So yeah. Keep I that just in mind. That. You've got you've got uh, the aquarium, yeah. the New Jersey State Aquarium. You have also uh, museums like Philadelphia Museum of Art. If the if if there are people that that you know they're in a culture and things like that, yeah. you can get them memberships. Uh, if you know somebody who's outdoorsy, uh, Longwood Gardens is a great membership. You can get that. Absolutely. So those, are, those are solid gifts. And, and they're, they're usually not terribly expensive, but you get so many benefits, you know, and, from them. And sometimes there's different levels of packages that you can purchase. Uh, membership that, to Lou Turks. Uh, Lou Turks. Oh, wow. Is that a strip club? <laughs> yeah. It's over oh, by the airport. Delco's finest. Yeah. yeah, they redid it. Oh, so <laughs> membership with you know, know. Nick, it's now called yeah. Lewis Turks. Yeah, Lewis they got a Turks. new boombox that's next to the yeah, stage. Yeah. Sorry, sweetie. I got to change the song. Hang on a second. Now we only play symphonies. 
god. Well, I was gonna say okay. uh, I just did the the zoo membership, and it's good uh, for babies who don't know the difference anyway. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And yes. they were getting so many gifts for yeah. you know this occasion. Right. They right. didn't need another gift, and yeah. so now they have a membership. And kids love going. To yeah, this. of course, love it. I think what happens is people get carried away by the notion of of something. You know, oh, it's open this, and I can start using it. That'll be something that it'll come a day in in the middle of June where they'll be out having a great time and go. God, this is a great gift, um, yep. you know, and they'll appreciate it. Preston, um, can you go to four? Go to Jessica because uh, I think this is a great idea. Right. If it does, if it is what I think it is, Jessica, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi. 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 All right. So Kathy thinks this is a great idea if she's with if, if it's what she thinks it is. <laughs> My daughter received a gift um, from a friend, and it's from a company called Fallo or Falo, F-A-H-L-O. Okay. And it's a beaded bracelet, and it has an animal on it. Hers is an elephant. And you download an app, and you're able to track an actual elephant. They give you a card with the elephant's name. So that actual and, animal, okay. Yeah, and you track it and see where all it travels. And they have other animals, too. They have penguins and polar bears and turtles and things like that. So, Jessica, this is perfect. This makes it easier to hunt it, right? <laughs> oh, my God. No, but Steve, they, that, a, portion, want... a portion of the money goes to um, different charities. That's yeah. all, I, I, you're exactly right. I love this. And also, because there's things like, you know, adopt a tiger or whatever, and they'll just send you, like, a little thing. And we, we, we adopt all sorts of animals, you know, around the world and, and quote-unquote, adopt uh, but this kind of gives you a more a, a better connection. I love that this idea, is really Jessica. Cool. Yeah. Well, and it's it, it, it's funny you mentioned the poaching thing. My daughter downloaded the app, and she's like, ah, "Mine hasn't been tracked since August." So I reached <sighs> out to the company, oh. and kudos to the company. They responded to me on Sunday, even though they're closed on the weekends. They were great, and they told us that they are tracking it daily, but they don't report it to you an actual day. It's four months ago is where. Elephant was. Oh, I, I, would, I would like it a little more frequent. I yeah, kind of cheated. Right. Well, and also, yeah. that, that's well. So I'm thinking, like, what if it dies? And then you're like, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With my elephant. All right, Phalo, F A H L O. That's a unique gift, though. Thank yeah. you, Jessica. We appreciate the idea. Yep, love it. Hey, a side note. Yeah, guys, we listened to you on podcast. We were the family six years ago that lived on the sailboat and went down to the Bahamas, and we reached out to you, and you gave us a nice shout out. Oh, oh yay! Excellent. Good for you guys. You're doing all sorts of cool things. Thanks for sticking with us, Jessica. Absolutely. We love you guys. All right. We love you. Take care. Um, All right. So both Andy and Mary have the same one, but Andy was on the phone line first, so I'm going to go to him. Sorry, Mary. Hi, Andy. Good morning. Good morning. You guys rock. Ah, Thank you, sir. All right. So what's what's a great idea? We're looking for interesting, off the beaten path ideas for people to, to hand out gifts. Well, I know. I think it's something that you've done before, Preston, and I just did it a couple months ago, but the stock car racing experience yeah. yeah, I mean, unparalleled. If you know anybody in your life that likes to drive fast, and I don't know anything about NASCAR. I've never watched a full NASCAR race. Yeah. Like, I didn't know anything about the cars, but I love driving fast. Yeah, so that's was, the thing. my son's idea for it, our birthday. It doesn't even like, have hey, to be a, do it doesn't even have to be a race fan. You're right. Just somebody who wants that really that thrill, that rush, that uh, that adrenaline experience. And I, I assume you went to the Pocono uh, uh, experience. We did. Right? Yeah. We did. And it was hands down the most thrilling and exhilarating thing I've ever That's done. Cool. It to go 170 miles an hour. Yeah, that was going 160 and we hit a bird. But it was, <laughs> I mean, it was pretty it, wild. It is absolutely crazy. So, yeah, and I my recommendation is the minimum would be the um, the 10-mile uh, yeah. 
you know, thing that you do, the four laps. We, I think we ended up doing 20 miles, and it was it was just enough. You know, one thing, Andy, and I, I, I don't know, because you can, that, you're exactly right, that experience. I did the ride-along. I didn't do the driving because I just wanted to see what was going on. But the, the um, do, do they allow you to also to take your own vehicle out? Do some of, them, some of the tracks allow you to take your own vehicle out and open it up? Yeah, there's places. They have certain weekends. Okay. Yeah, they have certain weekends that, that they do that. So I think you have to call them and, and arrange that. It's not all the time, but they do have certain weekends where you can bring your cars and people bring all kinds of stuff. There, you I'm going to open this gremlin up. With a, a Mini Cooper that was souped up, you know, awesome. was doing 150 miles an hour around the track. That'd be cool. Was, yeah. Yeah. So people bring all kinds of stuff. To awesome. Yep. All right. Thank you, Andy. Appreciate That's it. A good yeah. idea. And you can do, they actually have a, a track on the, uh, on the infield in there too, uh, which is a different, it's not an oval. It's, it's yeah. all kinds of different turns. Uh, and then there's, uh, Millville does that. Yep. So all kinds of places where you can get that done. That's but, a cool idea. I think it's eight seven seven stock car uh, is the uh, is the number to call. Where, where is oh, like, if you can go to Sean on seven? I was just thinking about doing this. Okay, yeah. uh, I have Sean indeed here. Hey Sean, good morning. It. Hey, good morning. It. What's up, bud? So I uh, I actually did something for my wife because she's really into like the period drama shows like right. Bridgerton and stuff like that. Well, it kept popping up on the Facebook, you know, the personalized ads. And I bought her one of the uh, the ladyship titles. So, and so correct me if I'm wrong, but you actually get like a square foot of property yeah. in, in like Scotland, and by by their own country's rules, you exactly. then can can claim that uh, legitimately, legally claim lord or lady. Correct? Well, well, it's it's kind of it's. It's a little sketchy in that, but you can entitle yourself as lord or lady. But, like, if you want to put it on a passport, it's not a a true lordship or ladyship. But under the Scottish law, it does allow you to address yourself. As a lord or a lady. Okay, so you could you could put on your various documents, but you you're not obviously you're not acknowledged. Yeah, correct. Because that actually has to be given to you by like the queen or king and all that stuff. But but you but sort of have it, right? Because because you're a landowner technically in Scotland. Yes, correct. So, but you can actually purchase anything from like uh, the one square foot up to a ten square foot. Um, <laughs> What's and the difference? I mean, honestly, at that point, nine like, more square feet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. it's just sure. more, more, more costly. You can build a bigger house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they also do. Um, you can you can sign up for a monthly tree planting as well. So not only do you do the land conservation, but then you can also plant a tree every month for I think it's like an extra six bucks a month. And sh- um, Sean, it's my understanding that I mean, this this plot will exist. If you go, they will show yep. you where it is on this. They, in, yeah, they actually send you because I, I I'm. Luckily, my wife isn't listening now, but they actually send you a document that gives you all the coordinates, gives you everything about your plot, and then they have two different certificates that you can actually print out. Um, and you can put them on, you know, the nice paper that's like the certificate, and it says, you know, granted this lordship to, you know, so-and-so and, and all that. And it's actually really, really neat. Ah, these idiots, they'll never come over here. <laughs> yeah. Never once. Uh, not one of them. To me, a, it's a moneymaker. This is like, this is this to me is better than buying someone a star that you'll never get to be. At least you could go over and check if it's there, you know? Yeah, it's a little gimmicky, but, yeah. it, you know, it's something that goes towards land preservation. And like I said, if you're if you're someone who likes to, you know, get into the period drama stuff, it's it's kind of neat, you know? All right, it's good for that person. Yeah. I like that. Thank yeah. you, Sean. Appreciate yeah. it. Uh, some people are texting in uh, the master classes. They're awesome. That's, That's an awesome idea. idea. Right? So they have almost everything. And any kind we do of, the one on radio. Any kind of musical instrument. <laughs> right. Uh, 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 movie making, writing, uh, all 
kinds of stuff. Scorsese, James Cameron, um, chefs, chefs, authors. And, and almost any kind of trade. Uh, there, there are famous people that will do these master classes. Yes. Uh, so I think you can just do, I, I don't know what the company, is it called master class? Yeah, and you can do it on via Instagram, too. Like uh, uh, some of these um, the people that they will sell their own master class on their Instagram accounts. And, and to Steve Martin, did, I think routinely they're, they're, yeah. they fall in like, what, like the couple hundred buck range? There's a guy named Michael Pollan. Uh, he's a great writer, and he, yeah. he's doing one on like nutrition, and I'm, I signed up for it for 2023. Can you, I, what uh, is the general price, Nick? Am I right? Oh, in, that, uh, in that $200 it, range? Yeah, like one, I think, Steve, we paid 125 or something okay, like that, but yeah. yeah. Um, man, I'd love to get like uh, cooking lessons from like a, a real Kathy, from, from, she not knows from the master class. Maybe Lauren Harris. I mean, <laughs> we can, I can easily show you how not to do you. some anyone, anyone but you. Remedial class. Alright, this one's weird, uh, but we're looking for interesting <laughs> off-the-wall ideas. I'm going to go to Matt. Hey, Matt, good morning. Good morning, Ed. How are you today? Oh. I'm actually calling you from Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh, home of the you. Fighting Irish. What's Thank the temperature you. there? Uh, it's actually pretty cold this morning. Uh, it's uh, 40, 44 degrees this morning. Yeah, that bomb cyclone going across the country. Yeah. All right, anyway, or the bomb, <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. It's the bomb. Cyclone bomb. Anyway, uh, uh, Matt, what did you want to recommend? Okay, so my parents actually got this for my wife and I after our first daughter was born. And I, I thought it was a great idea, and I plan to do it for my kids after they have their first child, uh, they actually got us paid for an appointment for my wife and I to go to a lawyer to create our wills and such mm. so that there was planning for the eventuality. I know it's a little morbid sounding, but so that everything was planned out for our children in the future mm. should anything happen to us. I mean, it's a necessity, most definitely. Uh, and that is something, yeah, that you would need to get from a parent or someone along Could the lines. Could you, as a gift, take someone out of your will? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is a, law- we get a lawyer <laughs> to take Aunt Hazel out of your will. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, she eats grass. <laughs> I like that. Matt, that's a unique idea. All right, it might be yeah, somebody, somebody listening. Unique and, and, and different, you know? All right. All right. I appreciate it. Thanks for checking in from Scottsdale, man. You got it. Bye-bye. What's the legal Zoom or what is that where that where you, you can uh, prepare your own? Oh, yeah. That's like a, they, they do a bunch of different. You can create your own business on there. Right. They stalk you down. If you if you even go to their site oh, and no. you oh, really? information, they will stalk you. Yeah, I got a few yeah, of those. You either have to do one thing. You use their law documents or you learn the accordion. Those are the two <laughs> things for you. I will go next to Mike looking for a unique idea. Hey, Mike, good morning. Good morning. Uh, what's Hi, up? Mike. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Is that Brady Bunch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's Mrs. Brady. Okay. Well, it's so, so loud. Hi, Mike. All right, Mike. <laughs> what's your, what do you want to add, Mike? <laughs> okay, so um, anyone who gets decimated by mosquitoes during yeah. the uh, warmer season, yeah, um, there is this product out that... Um, Got one for my wife and for um, my father. It's called a bat box. I don't know if any of you guys are. I've heard of a. Yeah, yeah they like send a, you a bat every month. No, no, it's, <laughs> it's the bat of the month club. No, it's like a, a bat house. It's one that you, you put it outside and they will they will come in and dwell and dwell in that. Right. Correct. Yeah, that you get this bat attractant spray. And it essentially brings in a huge bat population, and each bat supposedly eats like. 
don't know. No, they eat tons of mosquitoes. That's a good idea. In fact, they are critical in keeping the mosquito population down. So that is a great idea. Yeah. I like getting the bat boxing videos. Thanks, Mike. Some great. Bye, Mike. Yo, Mikey, cut me. Bye, Mike. Yeah. Hi, Mike. You got to use your, your, your echolocation to find them in the ring. Uh, by the way, <laughs> I'm fully obsessed with these Philo bracelets. Okay. Uh, you can, uh, f- for $10, uh, you can have it shipped by Christmas. And also it is on, there are certain colors on Amazon uh, that'll get it to you before Christmas. Does it mention how often you are, you are, um, how they get the, the location, how long, how between updates? Uh, no, I'm no, I'm looking at some of the information. I'm not exactly sure. I guess it's just uh, through the app where you know you have to go to their app. I don't know, um, but it doesn't say. You know, it's not, it doesn't really give detailed okay. information right. like that. Also, going back to the owning land in Scotland thing, uh, be very careful. A lot of people are yes. texting and saying that there are several scams attached to it. So if you're going to go about doing that, um, do your research. Make sure it's vetted because there are several out there that are just complete scams. Well, that's how I ended up owning Hungary. All right, I want to go to uh, Tim. This is an interesting one. Hey, Tim, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, so uh, my wife and I got married last year in May, and uh, for Christmas I got her a custom record with songs from our weddings, uh, a song for our wedding. So a vinyl vinyl record that you play on a turntable, okay. Uh Yeah, we have a record player, and uh, this custom, you customize the album artwork, so we put some wedding photos on the front and back. Uh, okay. You pick whatever songs you want. Yeah, and, and this could be not just for a, a wedding thing. This could be uh, friendship. Uh, you know. Oh and, yeah. Uh, or uh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, anything. Yeah, you send in the um, the songs you want. Kind of get like a, find them on YouTube and convert them to an okay. audio file. What? Yeah. What is the name of the company that you use? So I, I found them on Etsy. Okay. All right. So, so, uh, so do do a little searching. You don't have you don't have a name a particular name, do you? Uh, no, I not off the top of my head. No, right, but, no, no. That's, uh, searching around. I'm sure uh, people can find that. That's yeah, found cool. it quickly on Etsy. Yep. Now it's going to be too late to get that this year, but um, file that you one can away. Get an A track, you could <laughs> right. imagine that custom A tracks. <laughs> All right, thanks. Appreciate yeah. it, Tim. Uh, I got a, a suggestion from my friend Meredith a few days ago. I, I meant to bring this up earlier, but uh, there's a company called Universal Yums, and this sounds like a little nerdy, little dorky, but I, I got it from my son because, like oh. me, he's a geography nerd, and it's snacks from around the world, and so you get a snack from, like, uh, South Korea, and then it's like there comes a, an inf- information packet, packet about where the snack comes from, uh, cultural facts about the place or whatever. That's kind of cool. And yeah. it's, it's, it's like Jelly of the Month Club. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that type of thing. But you the get gift keeps on giving. <laughs> you, get the, you get a new snack every month, and uh, you learn about a new country every month. Somebody must have dropped that off in my house the other day because I had like uh, Asian cookies that were sitting in my bush uh, <laughs> the other day. My, my Christmas lights were out so I went to go fix them. I looked down and there was a package of Asian cookies. What? That were in, <laughs> you think it was Meredith? No, nah, I don't think so. No, I think what you you have probably Asian. It's the old tradition of Asian cookies in the bush. Is that what it is? <laughs> I didn't know about if, this tradition. If, if you're extra good... <laughs> Asian Santa will put Asian cookies in your bu- in your uh, in bush. bush. Yeah, uh, what's that in your bush? It's my Asian cookies. My Asian cookies. Asian you're, Santa. You were a good boy this year. Weren't really you? were. Oh. And uh, look at that. There's fa in my glove compartment. <laughs> what? Fa. All right. I'm gonna fa. go. I'm gonna go. Fa. Uh, I'm gonna go to Michael. Hey, Michael. Good morning. I like turtles. Uh-huh. Very good. Uh-huh. Oh, hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. All right. What's up, bud? <laughs> 
I, I prefer uh, the Lost Boys, you know, where they're all chanting Michael, but uh, I'll go with... You get one again, again, you don't get upset. Michael. All right, what's up, bud? Anyway, uh, well, I got two of them. One that I did for, for family members, and then one that uh, a boss did at work, which was actually really awesome. The, the one for family was pretty simple. I, I went online, I located our last name, and of course, for a couple friends, I located their last name uh, for street signs. Took a very nice picture, got a really nice gold etched frame and like a five by seven with that street sign with their last name and gave them that framed. It's inexpensive. You do a nice print of it. Um, and it's uh, it's something that's a little different. It's artsy and craftsy, and I'm sure there are a lot of places that can do similar things like that. I think that's a nice idea. Uh, you know, um, uh, that's something that's probably going to take some time to get done in, in time. Yeah. Not unless you just take... Take a street sign or a stop sign off, you know, a legitimate one, and then you change it at home. Well, I, I was lucky that, like, for example, I found our last name in Montgomery County. It was a 25-minute ride. Took the picture. I have a photo printer at home, you know, just a regular inkjet. Printed out nice, glossy photos and then went to like one of, that. like, the Michaels and got a nice frame. Yeah. All right. But, why, nice. Yeah. Why didn't you go in the cover at night and just steal the sign altogether? Yeah. I was thinking about that, but, yeah. uh, you know, uh, yeah. I don't like jail too much. But anyway, yeah. the, the other thing was what a boss did for all of us. Um, she literally went to the dollar store, got a million of these dollar frames, um, and got a nice paper from Staples, got a whole bunch of candy bars, and, and, and literally um, had it printed out on these papers that said, you know, break it in case of emergency, and taped the candy bars to that paper and frame them. There you go. It's it's a it's a, that's cute. It's an incredibly cheap gift with a lot of thought behind it, so yeah. people can go exactly. Wow, that, right. if that cost you five bucks, I'd be stunned. All right, thank exactly. you, Michael. I appreciate Have it. Have a good day, guys. You too, bud. All right, some interesting ideas. Uh, I don't know if we'll have time to do that again sometime before it's up because we're doing Christmas Miracle tomorrow, <clears throat> and then we're back for one day. But our schedule is really booking up. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure on our YouTube channel there are probably people sharing ideas right now as well. If you want to check yes. that to the YouTube stream, uh, Santa's got to go. Okay, oh, no. sorry, Santa. But Santa's we, upset. Yeah. We do have. I need you to stop talking. <laughs> Uh, we do have to wrap it up, uh, but um, no, I'm, I'm glad we did this. Is there some really good ideas in there? Like the master class thing. I like yeah. the, uh, uh, I like the, uh, the zoo, uh, the zoo subscriptions yeah. and and or with uh, memberships. Yes, yeah. Marissa, is there a good way that where this continue this uh, conversation will continue? Is that going to be on or that we can penthouse form? <laughs> yeah, penthouse form. Steve is number one. Um, that might take a little while for us to publish though. Okay. So. Um, in the meantime, we'll get a blog going on Facebook and hop on the YouTube stream. And Love it. Nice. Everywhere Preston and Steve are, the conversation is. Excellent. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Marissa. And uh, thank you for the calls. We do appreciate that. I want to take a break, but I would like to give away the uh, it's Tailgate Tuesday. We have the uh, Primo and uh, McLobe Ultra prize pack. I'll take caller number 17. You get the MMR Tailgate Tuesday prize pack. It's a $100 Primo Hoagies gift card and wow. a case of McLobe Ultra. What? You have to be at least 21, but we'll take the <laughs> 17th caller. <laughs> and we will uh, we'll set you up with that. 215-263-WMMR. And uh, if you're watching the game with some friends, this week score big with Primo Hoagies. It's not just a Hoagie, it's a Primo. And uh, the Superior Light Beers, McLobe Ultra, containing only 95 calories, 2.6 carbs. McLobe Ultra produces a light citrus aroma and crisp, refreshing finish. So caller 17, it's yours when we come back tom pop up yeah. on the show stay with us 
you know you can listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next guest has got a Netflix special that is available. And uh, fortunately, I took um, uh, a trip down to Florida. I was on a plane. I'm like, oh, it's a perfect opportunity to watch uh, the new special. I did. I loved it. You you actually only watch Tom Papa when you're in the air. He, you know what? Yeah. I, I kid you not. Yeah, he's my favorite comedian. Yeah, we we have we have a ton of them by here, and we made you chose great, wisely. We made some great relationships over the years, but the person that that speaks directly to my where my life yes. is right now is Tom Papa. Yeah. yeah, and we are happy to welcome him to the show right now, ladies and gentlemen. Tom Papa yeah! hey! is joining us. Good morning, Tom. I want the miracle tickets. I'm yeah. calling for the last two miracle no. tickets. You're going to have to hang on, Sorry, Tom. Sorry, um, man. I, I, they told me I was next, and there's two left, and I can get the miracle tickets. Uh, they are highly coveted, Tom. They, believe it or not, it's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a, a, a big event of the wrap-up of the year, and it's uh, it's very special to us because it is basically... Yeah, lit- Listener appreciation. I'm not messing around. I yeah. know you don't have to sell it to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can come if you want. You're in New Jersey, right? Yeah, I, I, I have a car. <laughs> you have a car? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I know someone with a car. All right. All right. Uh, Tom, I love the new special. Congratulations. It's fantastic. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. No problem. And and like I said, you know, you're you're right in the zone for where I am in life, my age, my fam, my relationship, my family, all that stuff. It's, it's uh, now I don't have a pug. I knew I know you <laughs> go on about that, but um, yeah. and there are some special things about pugs I didn't know until Tom talks about it in the special. You have to clean their faces, right? In a in a specific way, or am I am I incorrect on that? That that they can get, yeah yeah. You, you ever see you ever see that that reality show, My Six Hundred Pound Life? Yes, and, and you have to clean in the folds. Yeah, yeah, that's a pug's face. <laughs> it's very I, similar. Uh, Tom, you're really a, a prolific comic, I, I, and to, you know, it seems like you're you're putting out like really quality specials on a very very consistent basis, which is also like uh, impressive because of. You know what you do on a daily basis. You know you have your 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 show and the bread, the bread. Baking I mean, no, bread. you're you're a busy person, so I don't even know how you have that time to work work the material out the way you do. It's uh, it's yeah, I don't know either. It def- it definitely takes a lot of effort, especially because you. I don't want to suck. Yeah, like I don't. I don't want to be like, oh, that one was good, but the last one was really good. Uh, you know, I want to keep getting better, so I just have to. Uh, you know, write it and just go out and tour and keep honing it. And yeah, I think it gets easier because you know what you're doing a little bit more. Sure. You know what I mean? Like I know how to edit the right way. I know what it takes. I know when it's when it's at a point where people aren't going to throw tomatoes at me. You you surpassed that. Yeah, yeah. I, I've gotten past that. I haven't been hit with a tomato in a good 
Seven months. <laughs> Seven months. <laughs> uh, Tom, I, I follow you on Instagram, and uh, a lot of what my Instagram feed is these days is uh, one comedian showing up on another comedian's podcast or show. Uh, and, and so yesterday, I was scrolling through Instagram, and I saw you on Pete Holmes's podcast, and I love Pete as a comedian as well, and you told a, a little bit of a story about you encountering a ghost, and I was curious as to the validity of you actually seeing a ghost on your Nest, uh, Nest camera. No, it's legit. I can send you the... I'll text you the picture. Yes, I we want to see it. Yeah, like I have photo I have photo evidence of a ghost in my in my office wearing a trench coat <laughs> and carrying something that looks like a like a gun from the like the 1940s. What? <laughs> you sure it just wasn't a private dick? <laughs> yeah, it really yeah, it's Dick Tracy is haunting my house. Um so so that that uh, let me ask you, had you uh, been a, a believer and entertainer of things paranormal prior to this? Yeah, I'm open to it. I always, I have, I have premonitions, and I feel like there's something there. But you know, I'm not closed off for sure. But I'm also not a kook. I don't, you know, I don't run around saying I see things all the time. And I just had this Nest camera, and it was in my office, and it was the first time I had it set up. So I went on the road. I'm in Denver, and I get an alert on my phone, and it was the first time that happened. I turn it on, and there's my dog in my office. I'm like, oh wow, this is such a cool thing. And I said to my opening act, that would be an awesome beginning to a horror movie. You get an alert, yeah. and then you hit it on your phone, and there's someone looking back in the camera. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then all of a sudden, bling, I get another <laughs> alert. Right. And I turn it on, and there's Dick Tracy standing in my office. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, so so listen, I, I, I want to believe, and, and we have done our fair share of haunted investigations. And what Preston and I were always in the other room when people saw something. Mm-hmm. But we did have one thing that, that is very definable. We were at the Eastern State Penitentiary. We were up in the area where they would hold people that would be shifted off to be, uh, you know, uh, to be put to death. Um, at, at various other prisons, and we were in there, and they were doing the you know this EVP. They were doing this recording with a special recorder. A question was asked: Do you want us here, Preston? Uh-huh. We were in this room. We would have heard this had it been on the recorder. And uh, on playback, you clearly hear with the room plate sort of reverb. You hear no, and and, remember, and I mean honestly. That is as close as we've come to something uh, that is otherworldly. So, yeah, I'm open to it. I think there's a level of hubris involved in not thinking that there's something that exceeds our realm of comprehension. Yeah, and and look, I mean, that that kind of matches up because the penitentiary, you know, an awful place where people are experiencing horrible things. And then my office where I have to write my comedy every day. Another terrifying thing yes. to me. The, the, the sorrow, like, seeps into the walls. The sadness. Yeah. It becomes... I will, I'll legit, I'll send you, I'll text it to you. I'll text you the picture. Yeah, All right. And there was no one else in the house. There was no, it's like, it's kind of like up on the second floor. There's no, It's not like a busy street. There's There was nothing going on. There's no reason huh. I should... We should have had uh, Dick Tracy running through, and then, <laughs> and then shortly after that, my wife felt was in the in the laundry room and thought my daughter was there, and turned and there was nobody there, and uh, she yeah, you know saw out of the corner of her eye something. So we're definitely being haunted, yeah. but it doesn't feel it doesn't feel menacing. All right, that's good. Laundry scares yeah. my kids away too, so don't worry about it. <laughs> they uh, been in there and Tom, speaking of, of of texting, and I was I was mildly hurt by this, but it was on your birthday, 
And uh, I sent a video that we are doing a live broadcast with a a huge audience, and we all wish you a happy birthday, and I sent it to you, and I I don't think you ever saw it. Mm -mm. You never saw it? I don't think I saw it either. Where did you send it? We had a whole we had a whole camp out for hunger tent full of people wish you a happy birthday, and it was of paramount importance to Preston oh, no. that you get that message. My favorite comedian. Yeah, I'm going to resend. I'm going to resend it to you right now. Does okay. it say well, delivered? It says red. Maybe maybe next time don't send it to Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will. Uh, you well, know what happened? I here. I, might I have I, the wrong I, contact. He, no, here it's all being pulled together. He's got this. Otherworldly entity living yeah. in his oh, home. Sure. Maybe that that thing received the message. That's true. They do screen a lot of calls. <laughs> they do. No, you know what, Tom? I I tell these guys all the time, and and sometimes I do it, but like we work on you know completely different hours than everybody else. So by seven a.m., we're like, oh, let me text so and so and send <laughs> wish him a happy birthday. But like, you know what I mean? No, who knows where you are? It could be four a.m. I'm going to send it to yeah. him right now. All right. Uh, this uh, this uh, will make you well up, and uh, you will you'll feel fixed in the universe once you see this amount of love coming at you. No, no, you won't. Oh, I like it. I like it. Uh, well, thank you for doing that. Oh, uh, no I problem. Appreciate it. And my, my ghost appreciated. <laughs> Do you remember your birthday? Was it anything special this year, or just kind of come and went? Uh, came and went. No, I, I remember just sitting there wondering why I wasn't getting any texts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That friggin' Preston, right? I'm his favorite comedian. I'm his favorite comedian. <laughs> um, I want to ask, because this is cool, and I'd, I'd seen this in, in some of the trades. Uh, you are working with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon? Or it, yeah. is it, has this finished? Has this movie finished? It's, it's a uh, movie about Nike, and you're playing Portland Trailblazers executive Stu Inman, it says. Yeah, I, it's about uh, Michael Jordan when he joined Nike before Nike was Nike and before Michael Jordan was the legend that he became. Right. And and I play yeah, the Portland Trailblazers guy who passed on Michael Jordan. Yep. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. Oops. Uh, but it was great. I, they, they invited me in. They're the coolest. You know, I've worked with them before, and uh, they asked me to do a part, and I got to come in for a day, and Justin Bateman's in the movie. Ben's in the movie, Matt, and uh, yeah, it's very cool. I'm not sure when it comes out. Probably, I guess at this point, it's going to be the beginning of next year. You're a good actor, and I, I is it? I mean, I uh, I get a, a feeling that it's it's sort of um, a side thing that you like to dabble in. Would I mean, uh, is it? I mean, stand up obviously is paramount to you. That's what you work on the most. But but the the um, is is this something that you know were the right project that would take you off the road for a, a, a quite a while? Come along, would you? Would you jump? Yeah, into it? I've actually been thinking about that. It's like in you know just you asking. Look, it's all fun, you know, and stand up is really my love, you know, and that's definitely where I'm at. But there's nothing cooler when somebody says, hey, you have a new movie coming out with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. I mean, that's cool. I mean, I don't even, I'm not even into the work. I just like hearing that. (laughs) I want to do do more of that so I hear more of that. Right, right. right. So, well, speaking of Matt Damon, let me ask you then, because on the cover of your book, there's a quote from Matt Damon talking about your book. Is that legit or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Matt Matt and uh, yeah, yeah. Look, if you could go to acting school and you could really study and you can go do the the, the the Meisner method and all that kind of stuff, or 
you could just become friends with famous people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the way to do because it. The quote from Matt Damon says, I like when Tom writes words and puts them in a row. It's much better than listening to him say random words. Buy this book, Matt Damon. Yeah. Now, look, when you become friends with famous people, it doesn't mean they're, they're not going to uh, bust your ball. Yeah, right. which is clearly the case here. But you're, you're right about that friendship thing. I mean, that, that a lot of people don't know that Orson Welles, um, he was just friends with Don Amici, and that's how he became famous. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, you know, look, that's why. Why do you think I'm calling you guys right now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're, we're not going to be your tickets. Sorry. <laughs> no, obviously not. I thought I was getting two miracle tickets, and I'm, I'm going with Jack Spot. Yeah. <laughs> Is this your third movie with Matt Damon? Because there's The Informant, uh, Behind, Behind the Candelabra, yeah. and now this Jordan movie. Yes, it is the third one. I feel like there might be something else, but yeah, I think so. Oh, and I did a TV pilot with him. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the third movie. You know, we're, we're massive fans of Behind the Candelabra, and uh, yeah. you know, that that is... By the way, my, my dad can quote huge portions of that movie. I went to visit him in uh, over the summer, and that, that, that movie looms, because he was... He always... He loved the style of Las Vegas um, that, you know, Evil yeah. uh, Evil Knievel, that Liberace was. Well, Evil Knievel, Evil Knievel was part yeah. of uh, yeah. 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 But, but, but in that, yeah, in, the, in, that, in that time frame. And so the movie is just so brilliant yeah. in the way it captures that. Uh, oh, it's, it's the coolest. And, and, you know, like the biggest the biggest thing was being on the set with Michael Douglas and just hearing his voice is so iconic from growing up listening to him and all of those films and all of a sudden. You're just standing there talking to him. Did I ever tell you that story when we were, him and I were on set and we weren't mic'd or anything. It was like a scene with, you know, some other people and we were background. And uh, when we kept going, they kept reshooting and doing more takes. And at one point, Michael Davis, Michael Douglas as Liberace, he's all in like this giant sequence right. outfit. He just turns to me because he knows they can't hear us. He goes, wow, they're doing a lot of takes. I really have to take a dump. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Oh, that should be in the movie. Uh, you, you know, here's something that just, just occurred to me, and I'm just throwing stuff at you. But uh, if you do have a sort of a fascination with the paranormal, one of my great um, joys is watching those uh, Saturday night. There are tons of these shows. Have you ever entertained the notion of doing a, like a, a reality thing based on that? Or you know, besides obviously you do the uh, you know the the, the, the baking and and all of that stuff. Would something like that interest you? What do you mean, like a like a ghost hunting like, show? Yeah, ex- I mean, it seems like everybody and their brothers doing one. So I, I think it seems you- like it's the easiest show to make. Apparently, all you need is a camera and be able to dim the lights. And then you shake it and say, oh, I felt cold. Yeah. There must be something here. <laughs> That's exactly what they do. The one on the Travel Channel with this guy, Zach Baggins, they are on their way to the site, and the guys are having experiences in the 7-Eleven on the way. It's, it's like it is so forced. But I think you might might end a um, a level of gravitas to it. If, if Well, mine, yeah, you're right. I, and But, you know, they don't want what I have, which is proof of a ghost. Yeah. I actually show it. Yeah. Once you do that, the show's over. All right. Well, we're going to take a look at that, that video and see, uh, you know, if the, your your ghost is, uh, is is chilling to us as well. Yeah, I want to see that. I'll text it to Casey. Yeah. As soon as we're done, I'm going to text it to him. Uh, Tom, I love your Instagram account. Um, you Obviously, you, you promote shows and, and, and things like that, but there is a, uh, a steady stream of clips 
uh, from the um, uh, the stand up uh, specials you've had through the years, and and I love it because it gives me just a, a nice little snip, quick bite of of some comedy that that kind of helps the day move along. Are you picking those? You have someone that's handling all of that because I know you probably do the the other you know photos of your dog and, and yourself <laughs> and, and bread and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm busy chasing goats. Right. No, I <laughs> I do it with with a person who like. Does, like I can't do the tech part of it, so they'll tell me like what, what joke do you want, and I'll tell them, and then they okay. cut it and like put the caption on it and stuff, and and put it up in between, and then it yeah, and then it gives me time to uh, take more pictures of my pug. <laughs> it would seem impossible to pull off. I mean, a lot of this you you need to have someone that you that you can go to to take care of it. It's just they're they're between a lot of work. obviously you know obviously with your other shows and and uh, with uh, fortune and and uh, all that other stuff. I mean. A lot of people don't realize when they start to do this stuff, when they're creating content, that what seems a simple thing is actually pretty elaborate. And that's why people make it their entire occupation. Mm. Yeah, no, there's something, there's a lot to it. And when I was doing it on my own, you know, you can do it, but then time slips by. Yes. You know, because you're busy and you're just running around with your family or whatever. You don't want to be on your phone all the time. And all of a sudden a week goes by and you haven't posted a clip. And especially now with like the new special, it's like, you want people to see it. You want pe- to draw people in. It's like if I was handling it, there's you know, it, no one would no one would watch it. <laughs> Are you? Uh, do your kids uh, dabble in social media? Because I'm to my kids, I'm a total buffoon. Uh, I I don't know how to operate all the the things. Yeah, I've turned into that. You're person. A I've turned into that old person. Yeah, there's there's anytime I'm they abuse me so much with my ineptitude. <laughs> That anytime I'm like even by myself and I'm like walking around with my phone with the with the flashlight on, I just <laughs> I just hear my kids going, Dad. <laughs> oh my God. That is one of the it's demeaning. That's and you'll see it sometimes. You'll see it like if you're in an airport. I saw it when I was in the last time I was in the airport. A guy's clearly you know in his 80s or whatever walking along, and in his pocket the light from the phone is on, yeah. and that's a that, that's just a gimme. Yeah, I call it the dad light. <laughs> the dad light. You know, so I was at my, my daughter's Christmas concert the other day, actually two of them in, within the past couple of weeks, and, you know, right before both uh, concerts started, somebody gets up uh, on onto the stage to say, please silence your phones. And my wife, you know, she nudges me. She goes, make sure your phone's on, phone's on silent. I go, my, my, it's always on silent. Whenever the phone goes off in the middle of the one, it's old people. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always old people. It's never the young guy. It's my jitterbug. Yeah, it's it's always grandma. Yeah. Like, I, I swear to you. I'm like, why are you even yeah. warning me? This is never it's, me. It's Debbie about the baby. <laughs> I love when it all. I love when an old guy's phone goes off and it surprises you. It's like. <laughs> What? Am I hearing Metallica right now? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Does it does it still happen when when you're working? Do you, do you hear people uh, as you're up on uh, in the middle of a routine? You know, honestly, not as much as you would think. Like okay. it was in the early days when people were just getting them and they didn't know how to use them. That was a big thing. But what I'm seeing now, it's more aggravating. I'm, I'm, everyone runs into it is people FaceTiming and watching videos without any AirPods. Without any oh, earphones, just yes. playing it out loud on their speaker, like yep. in, in coffee shops or the airport, that thing is really. I, I feel like we should be allowed to uh, we hit those people with water guns, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, we we sure. would be legal. We were my wife and I were out to dinner, and there was a person in the booth next to us who was sitting there eating their meal. 
with yeah. the, with their phone and having a full on <laughs> back and forth combo, and I was just getting so irritated. And I'm sure they believe well. Well, I could be sitting here with this person; there wouldn't be a difference. But there is a difference. There is a difference. Yeah. There it's is this, a difference. It's, and we should be. If, and if you're in that situation, you should be allowed to, to then participate. Yes. Oh, you're right. <laughs> oh, I thought right. just join in the perfect. conversation. <laughs> yeah. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah, you should be allowed. You should be able to chime in and be like, <laughs> "I think you should leave her. She sounds like a whore." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, I love yeah. that. Just turn around. Since since they're pulling you in, it's like years ago. And to me, it's the, the extension of the Nextel phone, which prompted everyone to walk around like Captain Kirk with a communicator. And that... Yeah, so this is that. And it's just as annoying, if not more. Yeah, it's really bad. It's really... It's, it's an awful situation. Unless you're watching my special in which case... <laughs> Yes. I feel like you should play it extra loud and walk around. Well, honestly, it's uh, you're 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 at a whole other level, and so Preston has chosen wisely for his favorite comedian, uh, and your your output's phenomenal. Are you going to take some time off for the holidays? I am. I have some time off, which I'm very excited. We're going back home today, and I get some some time off. But uh, I just they just asked me to do Colbert on January third, so that means I've got to go to the clubs to. Make sure that I have some funny things to say to him. So it's kind of, I really was going to just detach and uh, not do anything for about three weeks. But now I got to kind of wow. go back to it. Right, I'm sorry. Can you explain that that, that process again? Because I never realized or even thought that you would have to, I, you're just so good at what you do that you just, you know, pop on there and you, you'd be fine. But you, you have to go and, and warm up a little bit. No, yeah, you don't want to just be on there, like, just answering questions and, you know, because you run the risk of being boring. So you, I'm doing panel, but it's really a stand-up set. So I yeah. have to get all the jokes ready. Well, and that, and that's so, and a lot of those, I think every one of them does, uh, does the, the, the pre-interview and all that sort of stuff, correct? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I don't really try and give up too much information because I want it to be somewhat of a surprise, but I do want it to be loaded with jokes, you yeah. know, so... Yeah, I don't want to, I, I, and that's the difference, you know. And people, it's all preparation. The more prepared you are, the funnier you'll be. That but. was that was something with with Carson and with Letterman, and that 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 they those guests that did that they appreciated it so much, uh, you know, because yeah. it, that's they 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 understand the importance of helping their show be better. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, the best the the best appearances when. You get on there, and the host hardly has to say anything. Yeah, yeah. You know? Oh man, there was, and you just go. Yeah, a few weeks ago, Martin Short was on uh, Fallon and did that type of thing, and I was just <laughs> rolling. And yeah, if, and if you can make that work, it's just it's, it's the best. It's so entertaining. Yeah, it's the best. But I'm really psyched to get home. I haven't been home for a bit, and uh, I'm just gonna lay under the tree. Watch my train village. <laughs> so oh. until I until I pop. Do you walk in and first thing you do, put down your your stuff and go kiss the ghost? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just come whisper in my ear yeah. in the middle of. Hi, honey. I'm home. <laughs> so, Tom, I had a, a I hadn't set up my trains underneath the tree for years, and since the last time I've uh, done that, I've gotten two dogs. So I, I finally set them up this year. <laughs> Uh, turns out my one dog hates the trains. <laughs> just can't I, stand it. I he, can recommend something. Yeah, honestly. And Tom, you, you take heed of this. If you're if you have any issue with that at the at the base of the tree, they came out a couple of years ago. I bought it. It is a tree. It is a train set that oh, yeah. sits midway up the tree, so that it is off the floor. 
but you still get the joy of the of the train on the tree. Have you seen this? I have seen it, but I had a better, uh, I saw an even better product where you drop the dog off at, <laughs> at a far-off destination and never see it again. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> that was one of the uh, options they left out. Yeah. I didn't know you were such a dog lover. <laughs> well, it's... And then you're, you're all the people in the train village rejoice. <laughs> Tom's saying he's going to take it to a farm where he can run around with other dogs. And play. I love Living it. a better the life. The train village has a little parody. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the best. By the way, I want to recommend to people uh, Tom's book for a, a holiday gift. Uh, You're Doing Great is what it's called. Uh, it's, uh, you know, uh, piggybacked on, on the last special. Wonderful. Which is, which is wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of uh, great. It's a, it's a good bathroom book. It also it also will make you feel better about yes. yourself. Yeah. Make, Agreed. In all in all the humor and laughter, it is actually an insightful way to approach life. Yep. And if you want to, uh, if you really, if you bought that book already, I, my third book is available for pre-sale already. Called huh. We're all in this together, so make some room. Okay. And, uh, if you go on Amazon and stuff, you can see the cover for that for that book. You won't get it for a couple of months, but. It's already up there. Wow. So you're officially now the Stephen King of comedy books. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a creepy guy who... <laughs> Was hit by a car. You got a freaking ghost in your office. So. Do you, yes. Do you even nap ever? Uh, I meditate. Okay. So I can do it. So I can do it at 20 minutes. No more than 20 minutes. But you have to be under a Christmas tree when you do it, right? <laughs> yes, with cookies on my face. Is it uh, mindful meditation? It's uh, TM. Oh, it's transcendental. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. deep. I've been doing it for years, and it's it just gives you more energy in the day. It's like okay. you just kind of like run out of energy, and we all do, and you just kind of like start to deplete, and you do that, and it's kind of it's kind of like giving your nervous system. A little uh, recharge, like a reboot, like restarting your phone in a way. That's the only way that I, I cannot take a nap, never have been able to. When I do, I end up waking up uh, much more enervated, and, and it, it, it's actually counterproductive. However, mindful yeah. meditation has a, a much more um, uh, beneficial effect when I do it. And I, we have a guy who is a, a, ther- a hypnotist and therapist, and he gave me my own tailored meditation to do, and it works. it works very well. Hmm. No, it, it's better than a nap for sure. Yes. If you're, you, it, 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 I mean, sometimes your body needs to just completely shut down and fall asleep, and that happens. But, but as far as like re, rejuvenating yourself, there's there's nothing better. That should be uh, the tag for your Netflix special. It's better than a nap. <laughs> what a day! <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, Tom. It is great to hear from you, sir. And uh, we'll point people in the direction to Netflix to watch What a Day and to pre-order the book and all things Tom Papa for the holidays. He's the best. Yes, Casey. And don't forget to send me that text. I want to see this oh, ghost. Yeah, I want to yeah, see, 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 see this ghost. Right, I'm going to send it to you. It's going to be haunted. And check right. and make sure that you got my text. I sent it over already. All right. And also right. entertain right. the notion that it just might be that caretaker who is uh, yeah. run, who runs the <laughs> just uh, like the every Scooby Doo cartoon. And you got five days to send me a Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, guys. It's always great spending time with you, and uh, I hope you have a kick-ass show tomorrow. Ah. It sounds it sounds amazing, and uh, have a great holiday. Thank Absolutely. you, sir. Appreciate yeah. it. All right, there he goes. Tom He's the best. Absolutely. All right. We have a break to take, and this is a perfect opportunity to give away our last pair oh of tickets for Christmas Miracle tomorrow morning. So, let's take caller number... I was gonna bring you back. 
933 WMMR. 13th caller, you get tickets to the Christmas Miracle, and you get to join us tomorrow morning, and I think you know the rest. Miller Lite, ugly sweater edition. Wear your ugly sweater. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Preston and Steve Christmas Miracle, the Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition, this Wednesday morning at the Excite Center inside Parks Casino in Ben Salem. At stake, some of the coolest prizes, gadgets, and gifts from our winter wonderland of clients and sponsors. Like DHY Motorsports, Metallica M72 World Tour, and Joseph Anthony Retreat Spa and Salon. Want to be a part of the studio audience? Check WMMR.com for details. And don't forget to dress to, um, impress. Our judges will pick their favorite ugly sweater to score great prizes from Miller Lite. Preston and Steve's Christmas Miracle. It's a Christmas miracle or something. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your holidays. All right. I think, yeah, it's time for the Bizarre File. Bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you by Zane Western Apparel and Work Gear on Route 40 in Piles Grove, New Jersey. Got all the top name brands, and uh, you get them for less. Online at zanewestern.com. A Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania man was jailed on attempted homicide and related charges after firing a shot from a handgun during a confrontation over a pizza. Over a pizza? Yes. Police say they were called for the incident at Little Caesars. Uh, the pizzeria's manager and two juvenile employees were inside the business, and the suspect, 37-year-old William Pabon. What was, am I talking about? Uh, I am talking about the need to eat pizza. Was in the rear parking lot when he was taken into custody. Now, detectives determined that Pabon had called the business twice to complain about not receiving his order. He was argumentative and asked for the business's address. He allegedly then showed up, entered the business, and began arguing with the manager. At some point, he removed a handgun from his jacket. This is my handgun pizza. And while continuing to argue about not receiving his order and approached the manager to gain access to the area behind the counter, the manager met Pabin at the access point uh, between the employee and customer area. And then Pabin pointed the firearm towards the manager's lower body and fired one round from the gun it struck the manager's shoe. Wow. So I'm thinking of Spider from, yeah. from uh, Goodfellas yep. causing damage to his shoe, but it actually missed his foot, believe it That's or not. That's amazing. Yeah. It's great having tiny feet. Uh, Pabin continued to yell at the manager and invite him outside to fight the manager. My shoe! And Pabin left to get his vehicle parked in the rear of the business, and that's when the police showed up and they took him into custody. By the way, they found some brass knuckles on him and a 9mm handgun. So he was up to no good. Yeah. These but two, he loves his pizza. He loves, loves, loves pizza. Uh, the suspect did not have a valid license to carry a concealed firearm, by the way. In Michigan, police say a Hazel Park High School parent is responsible for making a threat to blow up the school. <laughs> Ryan Nicole Dunlap is facing a 20-year felony charge for falsely reporting a threat of terrorism after investigators say she wanted to get back at the school administrators for punishing her son. You're so embarrassing. She Well, listen, she made the threat to someone on the school staff. The resource officer started investigating and spoke to the mother herself. She admitted that she did make the comment. And yes. Dunlap's son was in trouble for allegedly making threats of his own, saying that he would, quote, take out two girls 
for talking to the school about something he posted on Instagram. So it's a hell of a family. And it had to do with a threat towards other students. So the threat on Instagram led to a threat to other students, which led to a threat to blow up the school. So is Daddy a lunatic, too? I don't know where Daddy is in this whole picture. I'm in the basement. Uh, So as a disciplinary issue, the school is dealing with and informing the mother of that, and that's when she got upset and got aggressive and made a threat to blow up the school. In a way, though, at least it's a family doing things together. Uh, She, by the way, is being held on $200,000 cash bond. And her son is being held at the Children's Village in light of the other incident. So it's a, it's a family uh, activity. It's a family affair. That's what it is. A man is in custody in eastern Massachusetts uh, and on Sunday night after authorities said he took a chainsaw to the local police station before fleeing and barricading himself in his home with his two young children. Probably not a good idea to go no, uh, running th- through the police station with a running chainsaw. They have guns there. Uh, after SWAT officers made a tactical entry into the home, they located the suspect in his room above the garage. He resisted and was tased. His children, a girl and a boy, both younger than five years old, were found in another part of the house together and unharmed. They were reunited with their mother. The man had arrived at the police station around 2.30 in the afternoon that day and unsuccessfully attempted to cut through a security door with a gas <laughs> chainsaw. Right. The civilian clerk, built a little better than that. The civilian clerk on duty at the time had barricaded herself and was able to hit a button summoning the officers to the front desk. Uh, The man then retreated to his home, roughly half a mile away from the police station. Hostage negotiators spent several hours attempting to speak to the man. It was not immediately clear. Come out, you moron. How successful. (laughs) You're an idiot. You are so stupid. Maybe that's finally what brought him out. You know what? They're right. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm on the wrong path. They're right. Uh, an electric worker was flown to a hospital with severe injuries after he was attacked by a pack of five pit bulls while he was at work. Oh, man. Yeah, investigators said Ivan Bubba Rolls III, a lineman for Delta Electric, was uh, finishing a service call when he was attacked. Rolls got uh, stuck as he was finishing a call at a home, and uh, when he got out of the truck, uh, a neighbor's five pit bulls attacked him. Describing the attack as vicious, deputies said that uh, neighbors heard Rawls scream and ran to help. Uh, Michael Ray Ma- Mabry, uh, whose home uh, Rawls had just finished working at, said he ran outside with a weapon and fired it into the air to scare the dogs. During the incident, one dog was killed. A second neighbor, a nurse, ran out to help Rawls until a first responder arrived. And uh, the dog's owner, who was not in compliance with the uh, county's pit bull ordinance, uh, killed the remaining four dogs. So they were getting out of control. He had to he had to take him out. Uh, the victim underwent several hours of surgery and is expected to make a full recovery. Investigators said charges are pending yeah. against the dog's owner. And then finally, uh, we will end with this story. A lavender and chamomile-scented aromatherapy spray mm. contaminated with deadly bacteria that killed two people in 2021 also killed one of the victim's pet raccoons they found. No! The CDC said this on Friday. Not the raccoon! In October of last year, investigators of the CDC discovered the bacteria uh, Burkholderia pseudomalia in the lavender and chamomile scent of Better Homes and Gardens Essential Oil-Infused Aromatherapy Room Spray with gemstones. This smells wonderful. Tell me, does it kill raccoons? Which had been imported from India and sold at 55 Walmart stores. The bacteria causes a rare illness called 
melioidosis. What's the melio? Which causes symptoms that can be confused with the flu or cold and is treatable with certain intravenous antibiotics if caught early. But several people got really, really sick. That's one of the... uh, We'll talk about a bait and switch. That, That would be a pleasant smell. Yeah. Yeah. And so one of the properties where someone was affected, infected by this, um, actually was killed. Uh, the CDC traveled to the property to collect samples uh, from a dead raccoon that they found. It was the first animal linked to this particular out uh, outbreak. Uh, but they are warning people, and, and it's, you know, since passed now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they had warned people to get rid of that. Obviously, this is literally killing people. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's what I have in the bizarre file for the you. The raccoon. This morning. I can't believe it. Will you? And, uh, oh, oh, oh. with that, we'll take ourselves a break and we will come back in a second. Well, I have a lesson question is up next trash and music news. Uh, so stay close. And of course, we're going to get the Lara Day. Sarah's going to be in for Pierre. So we will have that coming up in a little while, too. Stay put. Be back in a moment. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. Hey, Window Nation brings the best of the home show savings right into your home. You can get two free windows with every two you buy with no limit, plus pay no interest for 60 months. Go to windownation.com slash home show and use their free virtual visualizer to see how their window options will look on your home. But hurry, these once a year home show savings end soon. Get two windows free with every two you buy and pay no interest for five full years. Call today, 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com slash home show. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Hey, uh, tonight, I wanted to mention this real quick. Uh, both Marissa and I are going to the uh, Feast of the Seven Pickles. That's oh, tonight. Yeah. Yep, and that's with the uh, Fishtown Pickle Project. And uh, so as this evening, it's the Gabagool edition, they're calling it. And the reason I mention that is because um, a guy, did you see the video that this it's guy awesome. made? It's awesome. Uh, he's a local comedian named Sammy Vile, and he took my, my pickle jar and he brought it to life. Uh, with a with a an, an animated pickle, he seems to be a listener because he uses all uh, you know effects from the show and all that stuff. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there's the YooHoo is involved in yeah. it, and it's a great video. And so it's, uh, it's up on the website if you yeah, you can seen watch it, it at wmmr.com. Yeah. Where do they go? Uh, just PrestonSteve.com, wmmr.com. Okay. It's called Preston's Pickles. Get their own comedy sketch. We're supposed to that earlier, and uh, it's hilarious. It's yeah. really clever. It's really short, uh, but it's really, really funny, and uh, the animation is cool. And uh, yeah, so thank you, uh, Sammy. That was very cool. Well done. By the way, to are, do that, are they still available? Are they doing another run They've of them? Restocked them, but I've not checked the website as of late, and I would have to do that to give you verification. I will ask them uh, tonight uh, right. when, I, when I see uh, the crew at uh, the Gabagool edition. <laughs> Where of, is it? Uh, uh, it's in Fishtown. Okay. I think is where it. it uh, you know what? I I have to check. I wonder if Sammy Vile is related to Kurt Vile. Kurt Vile is a local musician who's yeah. done really well for himself. And yeah, I think they're brothers. Okay. Um, because Kurt. Yeah. All right. So Sammy posted on his Instagram account. Sorry for doing this on air, but I'm all thinking right. out loud. But yeah, Kurt posted. I'm sorry. Sammy posted on his Instagram account. A picture of Weird Al with Kurt Vile. Kurt's a great musician, and uh, and Sammy's a really funny comedian. That's very cool. It. Look at That's all the talent we have in this area. Right? Great. What the hell are we Kurt's doing? Kurt's middle name is Sam. Kurt? Samuel. Really? Kurt Samuel Vile. Okay. Wait a minute. God. Are they the same person? They can't be the same person, are they? I don't know. Are they the same person? <laughs> no, there's a picture of two separate people that 
No, 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 no. We can't have this. Marissa, do you know? Can you two help? people? Can you help? Are these two different people or the same person? No idea, guys. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so Kurt but used I to be in he's war- friends with um, the guy who makes the Black Keys T-shirts. All right, and Kurt used to be in War on Drugs, and uh, I really like him a lot as a musician. And I think Sam is his brother. There oh, we he's go. Also a comedian, yes. Okay. And his, his brother, brother and Sam his middle Kurt name Kyle. happens to be Sam. What? Right. And then uh, Sam's middle name is Kurt. So it's you got Kurt Samuel Vile, and then Sam Kurt Vile. Are you making that up? I am making that up. Okay, just <laughs> checking because right now I don't know anything about anything. <laughs> now be Ty Ty in this conversation. Do you except, know that we're going to eat pickles tonight, Preston? Except that yeah. now is Ty Ty. My brother's name. I know, is, and, it, and it's interesting. I'm sorry about your brother's name, but. Um, uh, it was pertinent <laughs> to the conversation. Rochelle hates pickles, and she's my date tonight. Oh, uh, she is? Yeah. I thought you were going with the Carter. Carter uh, he may, he didn't realize and made plans, and he's out of town. There's and no plan that could I know. surpass the seven pickles. But it's out of town, and so Rochelle's going tonight, and she doesn't like pickles, so it ought to be interesting. Your brother's name is Joshua Matthew McElwain. His son is Matthew Joshua McElwain. Crow. Yeah. Remember Just like uh, Sam and, uh, yeah, and Kurt, Sam, Sam and Kurt the Viles, exact same uh-huh. thing. Okay, Kurt's I didn't know your, I didn't know your wife uh, didn't like pickles. Yeah, that's I, I, the kind of thing you blurt out. She, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I don't like pickles. I blurt it out. <laughs> this show does a lot of pickles, and I can't get it up. <laughs> I'm going. Did I say that? Wait, what? Uh, no, uh, she will. She can tolerate them from time to time, but yeah. like, especially on like a sandwich or a burger or something like that, no, 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 no. No. Absolutely not. No. Yeah. I think she's going to be really excited tonight because it's not just like a dish with a pickle on top. I explained it to her. Yeah. It could be uh, a version of like uh, pickled blueberries exactly. is featured or something like that. Yeah, it's not necessarily like a dill right. pickle in every dish. But, but you owe her. I do owe her. By the way, it's at Mural City Cellars, which is a uh, winery. Okay. And then they're doing a pop-up there. Miller City? Mural. 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 Yeah. It's Mural. In Fishtown? Kensington. So close by. Okay. All right. Mural. All right, we're all good. Uh, let's do the lesson. Wait a minute. Wait. Sammy Val's on the phone. Uh, there he is. Yeah. Okay. There we okay. go. All right. We can get all this cleared up. Sammy? Yo. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. How you doing? Wonderful. Thanks for making that video, man. Oh, yeah, dude. I just, they, the pickles were awesome, and um, they, they made me a little insane. <laughs> no, the, the the video work is great, and the pickles are. People think that we are puffing them up um, and just embellishing. They're damn good pickles. They're the best ones I've no, ever had. Yeah, they 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 really are. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. So, can you clear this up? Uh, your your brother is Kurt. Yeah, I'm, it, his, I'm Kurt's one of Kurt's little brothers. And and is Kurt's middle name Sam? Yes. Okay. Uh, so we're one of ten. Um, wow. And we, uh, I guess they ran out of names, so they had to recycle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking at you. Got Paul, Rachel, Sam, Madeline, Wes, Dorothy, Liz. You like the Von Trapp fan? The sound of vile. Yeah, and Uh, are you you guys from Lansdowne? Uh, Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. So Kurt has this song that's called uh, Pretty Pimpin', and it, got, it had some success a few years ago. It's a great tune. If you don't know Kurt File, uh, look up his music. And if you don't know Sammy, look up his comedy on Instagram. But they're, they're both great artists. And uh, please give Kurt our best. He's a terrific local musician. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can, I, can I put in one more thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I actually won the Word of the Week last week. <laughs> what? No way. Friday. Okay. And I, I don't know if I gave... Uh, the info wrong because I haven't heard anything. Okay. <laughs> really? <laughs> you can't yeah. raise the prize. What was the prize? 
Uh, it was it was like a fire pit. Or yeah, something. the oh, Pisee yeah. ground uh, barbecue that, that, fire pit. Yeah. yeah, you want that. That is damn good. Uh, right, hold on. We... Marissa wants to contribute. Yes, Marissa? Yeah, I just realized, Sam, that you email, emailed me on Saturday when we were off, which is exactly when our promotions department is off. So it might take a couple of weeks for them to get back to you. Oh, no, no worries, no worries. Yeah, but we have your information. To... We're that, good. Yeah. He needs his fire pit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, man. No, I agree. It's, it's right. when you want a fire pit in the cold weather. Fire up those pickles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't think of that. That's a good idea. <laughs> oh. All right, Sammy, thank you, man. We love the video. Appreciate the effort, brother. All right, thanks. Love you guys. All right, love uh, you, too. Yeah. We'll see you later. Oh, that was cool. Right, Talented, nice family. Nice. Got that all cleared up. Well, and Kurt, I love the vial. Has a gig tonight. Uh, he's reuniting with the War on Drugs. We had the War on Drugs uh, guy on a, yeah. a week or two Adam, ago. Yeah. Adam, they're doing those shows at Johnny Brenda's, and Kurt is actually going to be playing with War on Drugs tonight what? at Johnny Brenda's. This is not the best area to be around with all these wonderful, talented people. Absolutely. And pickles. <laughs> it's unbelievable. All these pickles. It's unbelievable. All right. May I? Lesson sure, question? Yeah, yeah. Oh, All right, so thank you. I'll kiss you too. <laughs> All right. Um, the lesson question prize is a Babylon prize pack, including a branded Bluetooth speaker. And it comes with a wireless charger and Fandango code. See the film Babylon. The question is not that. Where the hell is it? What the mm. hell? What do I do with it? Hang on. I don't it's, know. Oh, it's there here. it is. Found All it. right. Question for you this morning is what kind of wild animal was in our lobby this morning? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. What kind of a wild animal was in our lobby this morning? If you know that answer, call right now. 215-263-WMMR because you might win. The trash business is a goldmine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Manhattan Bagel. Treat everyone on your list to a gift that's always in good taste. A gift card from Manhattan Bagel. Buy a $20 gift card and get $5 free for a limited time at ManhattanBagel.com. ManhattanBagel.com. Participating locations only. What's going on, Steve? Well, pro golfer Kyle Berkshire setting a new record by absolutely smashing a ball at over 235 miles per hour. However, the impressive record is bittersweet because he was putting. So that's a... Oh, my God. power. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez made his relationship uh, with new girlfriend Jace, I believe it is, Cordiero, Instagram official, with a post on Saturday. A-Rod posted a pic of Cordiero with the caption, I never thought I could love again until I looked down your blouse. <laughs> And finally, Nick Cannon revealing in a recent interview that his biggest regret is not being able to spend time with all of his kids. Cannon says he does find comfort in knowing that whenever he is anywhere in a crowd, he's probably near one of them. All right, let's see if we can get an answer. We're looking for someone to tell us what kind of wild animal was in our lobby this morning, 215-263-WMMR. And let's go to a an appropriately holiday named Holly on the show this morning. Hey, Holly, good morning. Good morning, Ed. Uh, good morning, good morning. Right, Holly, what kind of animal was in our lobby this morning? My favorite animal that I want for Christmas. It was a hippopotamus. Yeah! We haven't played that. Well done, Holly. Hang on a second. We're going to give you a Babylon prize pack, including a branded Bluetooth speaker and a wireless charger and Fandango code to see the film. Babylon is an original epic set in the 1920s Los Angeles. Led by Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, and Diego Calva. And it hits theaters on Friday, by the way. All right, time to get to... No, not that. This. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. 
brought to you this morning by Halcyon Floats. Uh, you can give the gift of relaxation with a float session at Halcyon Floats, Philadelphia's premier float center. Yeah. Float stress and pains away with the deepest level of inner peace and relaxation there is. Halcyonfloats.com. Relax, recover, reset. By the way, that's a great, unique gift it idea. Is. We were talking about stuff earlier this morning, unique gifts. All right, uh, Greta Van Fleet uh, says that the band is almost finished with their next album. In an interview with Heavy Consequence over the weekend, drummer Danny Wagner said, we are wrapping it up as we speak. It's nearing completion, and we're excited about it. Bassist Sam Kiska described the described it as conceptually going back to almost the days in the garage with the raw energy of the sound, but expanding on that because we are, we're the best musicians we've ever been. Uh, when released, it will become Greta Van Fleet's third full uh, studio album. Travis Barker surprised fans with a video from the studio playing his part on a song called Anthem Part 3. Blink-182 fans were posting their excitement that Blink was back in the studio. The first uh, Anthem was released in 1999, and Anthem Part 2 was released in 2001. In October, Tom DeLonge had confirmed that he was returning to the group, uh, but now they had not revealed what they were working on. However, DeLonge said that the, the band was working on what he called the best album of our career, uh, they'll kick wow. off a nearly year-long world tour in March with stops in Australia, New Zealand, London, and Manchester. Shirley Watts, whose marriage to Rolling Stones drummer Charlie Watts was one of rock and roll's most enduring love stories, passed away on Friday after uh-huh. a short illness. She was 84 years old. Wow. Uh, her family, including her daughter, Serafina, and granddaughter, Charlotte, announced her death on Monday in a statement shared with Variety. Uh, Shirley and Charlie, by the way, were married. From 1964. It's amazing. Until the rocker's death uh, in August 2021 at age 80. Just even outside of the realm of a rock star, just in general, that's amazing. But the fact, a rolling stone. Yeah. Um, He had said um, in in an interview, he had said, she's an incredible woman. Charlie had said this. The one regret I have of this life is that I was never home enough. But she always says, when I come off tour... That I am a nightmare and tells me to go back out on the road. Uh, Shirley <laughs> That's was, how they kept it going. Remembered in a tribute shared by Charlie's longtime bandmate, Ronnie Wood, who wrote that uh, he and his wife, Sally, were very sad to hear about the death Aww. of our great friend, Charlie Watts. Uh, born Shirley Ann Shepard in London, she and Charlie first met in uh, the early 1960s after she uh, dropped in on a rehearsal for uh, Alexis Corner's band with classmates from art school. Uh, where she was studying. Uh, they were soon married, and Shirley often joined her husband on tour with Stones. But that's one that lasted. Can, can you imagine? Meanwhile, he wa- he sat back and watched Mick yeah. go through a thousand women a day. I'm banging your daughter. Yeah, and then uh, but he continued on. That's really sweet that uh, they went the distance like that. Uh, for the third year, we have a clip of this. Dave Grohl celebrated Hanukkah by teaming up with a friend and producer, Greg Kirsten, uh, to cover songs made famous. By Jewish artists. Yesterday, we played the classic uh, Blood, Sweat, and Tears song, Spinning Wheel. By the way, on that, that was Judd Apatow singing lead. Did not know that. Yeah, if you could pull that back up, Case, from yesterday. Okay. Yep. And that's, it's Judd Apatow. And I, I want to play uh, a little bit of that for you, because we heard a clip yesterday and did not know that. Here we go. Uh, 
Judd had said after the song, uh, Dave, I know you do five-hour concerts, but that's all I can do. I need a month off now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now there's a new one uh, that he did with Pink. Yes. And they do um, get the uh, party started, get right? the party started. All right, so let's hear a little. I've not heard this yet. Here we go. Telling not to sing. That I, so we looked at the video, and I was trying to determine that earlier, just off the audio file, and I didn't see any explanation. But okay. uh, uh, yeah, she's great. Uh, yeah, and I like that song. So do I. It's, it's guilty pleasure. I still like that tune. Uh, but they've only revealed uh, just a couple of songs. They're going to do them each day, but um, other performers will include uh, Violet Grohl, uh, Beck, Jack Black, Karen O, and Kyle Gass. So today's the fourth day. Uh, today's the third day, I think. Yeah, today would be, yeah, because yesterday was day two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the upcoming Jane's Addiction album will have limited participation from uh, Dave Navarro, who has been battling long COVID. Apparently oh, it's man. kicking his ass pretty good. Uh, during a chat, uh, Perry Farrell touched on the upcoming studio dates, mentioning possible contributions from Queens of the Stone Age, uh, Troy Van Leeuwen, X-Rod Hot Chili Peppers, uh, Josh Klinghoffer, and Bauhaus's Daniel Ash. He said, I don't know who will end up recording the guitar tracks, but I'd love to see Dave, Troy, Josh, and Daniel contribute all the guys on the tour that really stuck it out. Uh, on Jane's recent tour with Smashing Pumpkins, Navarro was replaced by Troy Van Leeuwen, who in addition, Queens of the Stone Age is also uh, renowned for his work with Failure and Eagles of Death Metal. Both Klinghoffer and Ash also made cameos during the recent run. Uh, and then, finally, uh, Steve sent me this story, uh, and it's unfortunately about somebody who passed away. Uh, it's also about somebody who I was not familiar with. Neither was I. And apparently had a tremendous amount of influence in the world of rock and roll. Charlie Gracie was 86 years old, and from Delco, by the way, Casey, or he, he uh, was most recently living in Delaware County. South Philadelphia singer and guitarist whose 1950s hits made him an international star. His music uh. had a major impact on the Beatles and many other British acts of the 1960s. He passed away in Alden, Delaware County, uh, and he had been ill with a series of complications since contracting uh, COVID uh, after playing his final two shows in uh, Wilkes-Barre and Long Island in April. Got a concussion in Alden once. Uh, Charlie Gracie was Philadelphia's first native son rock and roll star, uh, though he was never as well known as peers like Elvis Presley and Little Richard, he recorded as early as 1951 and scored two rockabilly hits in 1957 that ranked him as among the last surviving first-generation rock heroes. His uh, song Butterfly, written by Bernie Lowe and Cal Mann, topped the Billboard charts and became the first number one hit uh, for Cameo Records. That was the label that would later produce Bobby Rydell and Trevor yes. Checker. Yeah. Uh, Cameo's second number one hit was called Fabulous which found Mr. Gracie a lifelong audience 
in the United Kingdom, where he was among the first American rock acts to tour after the song written by Harold Land and Man reached number eight on the British charts. A 15-year-old Paul McCartney saw Mr. Gracie perform in England, and he recorded Fabulous on his 1999 album Run, Devil, Run. Uh, Mr. Gracie's 2014 memoir, Rock and Roll's Hidden Giant, uh, written with John A. Jackson, has a McCartney quote on the cover. It says, when we were starting out with the Beatles, the music coming over from America was magical to us, and one of the artists who epitomized this magic was Charlie Gracie. Is that, wow. It's like finding a, a gem you didn't know existed. Yeah. Man, he followed us on Twitter. Are you what? serious? Yeah. I, I just MMR looked, or the President Steve the Show? The President Steve Show. His, his Twitter handle uh, was <sighs> Philly Rocker one I would and love just, to have had him on. Yeah, you know. I had no that's idea. Listen, if you're somebody famous and you think you're going to die eventually. Oh, stop it. <laughs> By the way, Graham Nash also saw Mr. Gracie when he was 15. He said, when you want to know the history of rockabilly and rock and roll, one has to go back to the beginning of the music that changed our lives. Charlie Gracie was there at the start. Wow. He told the story of his uh, sister saving a cigarette butt. That Mr. Gracie tossed after a show in Manchester, England in 1957. He said she still has it. Wow. <laughs> right? That's, I mean, that's at the beginning of the beginning. He grew up in a Pierce Street row house in South Philadelphia. And press Case. real quick, there's uh, th- that last sentence on your paper, because that's something we just learned last week. Yeah, his dad worked for the Stetson Hat Company. Yeah. Uh, we were just talking about that. So, uh, well, that's sad news. Uh, 86 years old, and I'm, I wish I would have known about it sooner. Absolutely. I'm glad we got yep. to do a little tribute. Yeah. Yep. All right. And that is what I have in music news for you. We're going to break. We're going to come back in a second. We wrap up the program when we return. We'll get to that letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize. So hang in there. Cue the jingle. Hey, it's Kathy Romano from the Preston and Steve Show. Feeling festive? I've got 10 brand new holiday activities for you to check out. Go to PrestonandSteve.com for the full list of Kathy's holiday activities. 1042, and it happens to be a Tuesday morning coming to a close <laughs> for us. And Tuesdays mean Tad Tuesdays. Can uh-huh. I do that now? Can we give the Yeah, all right. We would like to take this moment and congratulate uh, Kenneth Fetzerka. Is that what you think that says? Probably. Fetzerka. Yeah, that looks good. All right. Uh, Kenneth uh, Fetzerka is from the Great Northeast, and we're going to set Kenneth up with $350 gift certificate. Nice. To Floating World Tattoo and Piercing and Tattoos. And the President's Steve Show is presented by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. They're located at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. Uh, for artwork samples, visit floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. How many tattoos do you have, Sarah? Zero, believe it or you not. You don't have any? But uh, I love tattoo culture, and I go to the tattoo convention when it comes through town every chance I get. I love the arts. I have uh, several piercings, but no, I think it's the commitment thing. Okay. You know, um, I just, but someone pointed out to me, oh, if you have a second idea for a tattoo, maybe just get another tattoo. Right. So right. Uh, maybe I'll do that one day. I don't okay. know. Uh, uh, hubby, uh, but I'm um, big on Sailor right? Jerry, the uh, American traditional style. Yeah, he's got yeah, several. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who does? A, a Batman one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I didn't, yeah, and once the bug gets you, it bites you pretty hard from what I understand, and you can yeah. head down the rabbit hole. And it's an expensive hobby <laughs> yeah. as well, yeah, so definitely. there's that. All right. Uh, well, how are you doing today? Doing well, Excellent. good citizen. We're going to get another letter in a second. Real quick, I forgot to thank Tom Papa. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> On the show this morning, new Netflix special called What a Day. He's great. Make sure you check that out. We love Tom Papa. Uh, so, letter of the day, we're going to do that? I'm ready. All right, here we go. 
Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. A, as in absolutely. All right, we have two letters. Remember, only four letters this week because we are off on Friday. So we'll give away the $500 Amazon gift card. Courtesy of Blue Man Group, which is coming to the Miller Theater from December 27th to December 31st. And if you want to get tickets and information, uh, just visit KimmelCulturalCampus.org. All right, so you got a Tuesday. What are you going to do with it? Well, it's Double Shot Tuesday, so make sure you send your request to 39333. Text them over or call 215-263-WMR for the U-Call-Its. Uh, Workforce Blocks at noon. I've got Bob Marley, The Pretty Reckless, and another holiday-themed block. And I've got more Government Mule tickets to give away. They're coming to the Met next Thursday. And more copies of that Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers live at the Fillmore to give out all cool. before 3 o'clock. Very yes. cool. And Pierre, back tomorrow. This is your last day with Sarah this week. Yes. So are you guys ready for that Christmas miracle. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like Pierre's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're set. We had a little yeah. meeting yesterday, and we'll see how it goes. It, it's it's so great to see yeah. people, you know, and people have been supporting us, and and they sort of stand in for everyone who's been with us along this time. And maybe next year, if you didn't get in on this particular Christmas miracle, maybe next year. I've never been to the actual event, but it is one of my favorite shows of yours to listen oh, to all really? year because it tests my own knowledge. You can play <laughs> okay. along. It's all great, right. so I can't wait. Nice. All right. Thanks, Sarah. And I want to thank our sponsors, too. President Steve Show brought to you today by Duncan. The President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and uh, by iloveexcitement.com. So, yeah, Sarah said it. Tomorrow is the Christmas Miracle broadcast. Lots of listeners, lots of fun, maybe some guests. We'll see how that all plays out. Live music, all the stuff taking place. So make sure you tune in and play along with us. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have yourself a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye.